Whoa, guys. Hello. Welcome to my podcast. I almost said show, and then I decided to say podcast, and then it came out as podcast. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, great episode today with uh, Nyala. Nyala is uh, an old friend of mine that we met at Grammy Camp, and she's just like super smart and super uh warm and welcoming and cool and uh she was cool enough to come hang out with me and share her wisdom and her light and we uh get to talking about like all kinds of cool stuff you know like community and just like the spirit of DIY and uh self-acceptance and lifting each other up and uh speaking truth <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was very stoked to hang with Nyala. Um Yeah, so if you are a person who is trying to think about the difficult things in the universe, uh, like when it comes to raising class and stuff like that, and you are into uh, people who um, can articulate those things in a cool way, I really think that you'll like Nyala. you know? Um, she's got a spiritual bent to her as well that's also very very enlightening um so yeah this was a great episode and it's uh it's just trying my best to listen because uh she teaches me a lot so check out this episode she's a great artist uh great person very inspiring um this podcast will make you want to get off your ass and do something cool so hooray here we go Yes. We're going in. Podcast. <laughs> yes. Wait, hold on. Let me do your thing. Let me submit this last submit. Settle Why in. do I sound like we're Are you submitting a text <laughs> for a contest? <laughs> I'm so stupid. No, you're not kidding. even stupid. I'm just literally. I've been using the biggest words for absolutely no yeah. reason, and like not even absolutely no reason. It's like my brain yeah. just literally moves way too quickly sometimes, Dude. and I switch up. Hold on, let me submit this though. You're submit this. Submit let away. me send this text. I'm thinking about the schoolwork I have to do. Like right. this is what happens. You're when in you, the submission mode, right? Yeah. This is what happens when you're a student in this higher education. <sighs> Man, my Bro. brain has like definitely hit a wall Yo, this week for real right now let's talk you know? really that's interesting because like yeah we're like there's a virgo moon going on right now and like virgos are very productive so like Yo. we're supposed to be very productive right now like everybody's Yo. supposed to be i didn't know you how'd you know i was a virgo you're virgo oh you well, didn't, I didn't know? know that no there's like literally a <laughs> i didn't know that I hell a, yeah no oh so like okay the moon okay so like you know there was just recently a full moon yeah so like it was a full moon in virgo so like it's so okay. super complicated um yeah. it relates to like astrology that's and just so like astrology all these different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the moon is currently, well, it was in Virgo. It's kind of shifting right now. Okay. Um, but essentially, like, Virgos are very productive. So this is supposed to be, like, a really productive time for us. Cool. Like, I'm noticing, I was just talking about this with my friend earlier. Yeah. Um, 
about how like a lot of people are feeling very focused or like mm. maybe not even necessarily like focused but they've they're clearing out shit like they're unpacking and mm, they're like clearing out stuff to make room and that's where like the productivity is supposed to be happening productivity productive like you ever think about these words and how like you can I, yeah. literally say words like five or six different ways but we find like one way to say it yeah. we're like that's just what we're gonna totally. do totally productivity right product <laughs> like depending on Produce. whatever right. you don't say like produce oh, yeah produce product. i don't know why we're yeah. talking about this but we're gonna talk about it <laughs> no it's weird because like in a i mean a bunch of people because there are like right ways to say things and wrong right, okay. ways to say things right it's just very but interesting. like essentially it's just like a decision that it's like, interpretation some, exactly it's like and then opinion. you get into different cultures that say things different ways right. you know like rodeo drive rodeo drive right like. <laughs> that i mean that's really funny because i know like in terms of the rodeo and the rodeo drive thing like that's on purpose like people in because yeah. like road because rodeo is in like that's like in where's that that's like crenshaw going into view park and stuff and then there's rodeo and i remember i was like mom aren't we going past rodeo and my mom was like what and i was like rodeo and she was like rodeo it's rodeo it's just a street (laughs) like it's not that deep i was like okay cool yeah and i feel like that's an intentional move to like (laughs) separate from the pretentious and it's cool because it's like reclaiming it type of thing so it's really dope because it's kind of just like nah jk you're not finna like sit here and put all this like extra to ask like like you said pretentious yeah. like energy into something like a word literally which is a word classic like america in my opinion which people. is like yeah <laughs> no definitely growing Dead up in america like, yeah. in sub in like white suburban america like there's a very like yeah francophile just like fetishizing like it's just crazy european thinking that like if you're getting like super trashed on fancy wine that you're like elegant and it's like you it's guys are so just like weird. white trash but like expensive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know so what you're I'm like saying? expensive trash. So you're expensive like expensive. Trash. You're like white rubbish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can say like white rubbish. You got to put on another level. Even though I feel like in England, like if somebody who's rubbish. British right now, they'd yeah. be like, no, like rubbish is bad. Right. I don't know. Once again, going back to words and def- exactly. definitions and terminology. Yeah. But I definitely <laughs> that was definitely my like environment growing up was right. like watching a lot of like tacky people try to make oh, themselves uh, more European, <laughs> which is like it was just hilarious. That's so funny. Really fucking weird. Dude. We. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, thinking back to childhood wow yeah i've been like where'd you grow up where are you from so i grew up in like north hollywood yeah um which is like in the valley but it's on the edge of the valley Mm. um i was born in culver city moved to the valley when i was like three or four um with my both my parents my dad's from sierra leone my mom's from here uh she grew up in like view park um so i grew up and like we were talking about earlier the whole like fabrics thing like i grew up very immersed within like my african culture but then also my black culture but i didn't love it in the way that i love it now just Mm. because of like external like bigotry and stuff and also internalized like anti-blackness like it's really interesting because a lot of people when they meet me they think like I grew up in like a really, really black neighborhood because I'm very like pro black. I'm very like, yeah. nah, power to the people, da 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 da, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's like, I literally like grew into that. And it's mm. like really funny because I don't know, like oftentimes when you think about people who partake in, I guess, I don't want, in like organizing and organizing. Right. People, like when you meet people who are involved in organizing, especially when it comes to like political or social type of things, mm-hmm. a lot of people think like, oh my gosh, they must have like grown up reading about the Black Panther. They must yeah. have done this, you know, blah, totally. blah, blah, blah. But literally that was not me. Like I was so anti, like I was, I didn't like, I didn't like wearing daishikis. I didn't like wearing mm-hmm. any garbs. Like mm-hmm. I didn't like wearing any of that stuff. Like I loved it at first, but yeah. then I was dealing with a lot of external stuff. Um, yeah. Like outside, like outside of me, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like I've been, I literally have been like recognizing all this as of lately because you know when you get to a certain age, like after a while, like a lot of shit just starts clicking. I can hear you, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Of course. So, you know, like it's literally just me and the lit. internet. Like there's no Hello, one else. Internet. Yes. Hey guys. <laughs> like there's no I mean, one else that approves on, gotta be this or anything. Like <laughs> it's just us. We can Bet. make this whatever we want it to be. Let. Freedom. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um. Yeah, 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 what was I saying? So I've been talking about this a lot lately. Like, I've been thinking a lot about my childhood um, and just, like, my upbringing because I think as you – I'm yeah. still not 20. I'm 19, which is, like, oh, that's crazy. crazy I know. like, you're so, like, wise, you know? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean it. that. I mean yeah. that a lot. So it's cool. I mean, literally – I thank the ancestors. I mean, I yeah. thank like my peers. Um, mm. I thank like my parents. I've always like been the type of person who would I would always be like in the conversations with the adults, right? Yeah, always totally. hang out with people who are at least three years older than me. Like that was always my yeah. thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So going back to what I was saying, like I've been thinking yes. a lot about like upbringing. Mm. Um, I think probably because like now I'm a junior. Um, even though I'm a junior and I'm a sophomore in the pop program, which is super complicated for yeah, people that to must understand. Feel weird too. It's so weird. Like people are like, what year are you? And yeah. I'm like, I'm a junior, but like I'm in my second year of pop, but I'm still gonna graduate on time. Yeah. Like and people look at you and they're like, uh-huh, isn't it four years? Why? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm just like, look, like I'll get the dip- <laughs> when I get the diploma, we'll all we'll all understand. Cause I'm still trying to figure it out. Right. Like hella classes to take. Super weird. Bro, it's like, a lot, but I mean, it's a blessing. Yeah. Um, but I've been thinking about upbringing and stuff. And I was talking about this. I've talked about this with a couple of people, just yeah. like talking about like how much our upbringing and our childhood affects us and how like my friend and I we were talking about this yesterday. Um, he was saying like, he was like, I'm not who I was when I was in high school. I'm not who I was when I was in middle school. And I right. was like, it's not really that. It's more so you're just a different version of yourself and you've just like, you're, you yeah. just continue to grow into yourself. Yeah. It's like peeling back another layer to the onion type of thing. Yeah, as opposed to like, oh, I've shit. I'm a completely. new person. Because you're yeah. not. I mean, you just grew into yourself. Like, you just grew into yourself and like that version of yourself is the type of, like the type of version you need to be in that moment, right. in that environment, in that space, you know? Totally, man. Um, so, if you're growing up in like an unhealthy space right. maybe you'll grow up and like and then as you like become an adult right. and like have cool friends you feel safe around like you can kind of shift in being another right. type of person so it's tricky trying to like <laughs> it's crazy. honor the past and be like like yeah. I have a complicated relationship with my dad right now mm-hmm. and I see I feel his personality in me all I the feel time reflection and part of me yeah. wants to be like grateful for my yeah. dad but also being willing to move past the mm-hmm. difficult parts of our relationship yeah. So it's, it's complicated because it's, it's not just like it's all the past. Yeah, or like, I'm exactly who I always exactly, was. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think it's all about like accepting. Oh my god! Actually, no. This is exactly what it is. Hold on, I yes. have a quote for this. Hold oh, on, man. I literally have a quote for this. Hold on, sorry she's guys. Gonna, she's gonna submit a quote. Dead. Yes. So hold on. So <laughs> ooh, sorry, because it's on Instagram and one of my friends just Do popped it. up. You better slay. Drop it. You I'm better ready. slay. Everybody's <laughs> slaying. I'm loving this. Um, yes. So I posted this thing uh, like four days ago, um, and it was a. I heard this from this girl. Um, her name's the, she goes by the trap witch, which is really funny. Mm. I'm like very much into like spirituality um, and yeah. better knowing like self. I'm all like, I'm really curious about like how the brain works and how like that yeah. relates to like ancestry, how that relates to art, this, that, and the other. Totally. Um, so there was this Hell one yeah. girl and she like, she's a healer essentially. Um, mm. And she like posts every morning um, different like readings, card readings. Yeah. And she'll do card readings for like her followers just kind of to do like, okay like what yeah. do we need to learn for the day like what is it that we need to get through which is yes. so good and she's like she's so intuitive like if anybody if y'all are into that like literally follow her she's super dope um and she's just amazing um what's but her handle her name's literally the trap witch the trap there's witch. a bunch
bunch of people that are like that. I have a friend. Yeah. Her name is like the Hood Bruja. Like you, you can Amazing. find different type of stuff like yes. this, and it's really dope because like there's yeah. a community of like spiritual and like light workers yeah. that's coming together, and it's like really cool. right. And people are really like taking the time to learn yeah. about it, and it's beautiful. That's like, one yeah. of my favorite things about it's LA. Dope. Right, there's like all kinds of ideas kind of mixing mm-hmm. at once. You know, even just as like I'm. That's the dope thing about like being artists or being creatives in general. Like, yeah. it's so cool that we're able to like be. I keep saying like, but it's cool that we're able to be exposed to these type of things, yeah. you know? Um, so anyways. Get so this she, quote, yeah. Yeah, so this quote. So this is what she said in it. She said, and I've been seeing stuff like this um, similarly, like different quotes that were similar to this, but this was like the best one. Forgive yourself for allowing it to happen, but know that it needed to happen for you to learn the lesson, to protect yourself, to better protect yourself, and move forward on your journey. So essentially, she's just Whoa. saying, yeah. So essentially, that's like very real to me and it's right so, now. Yes, that's yeah. why. Like when you said it, I was like, oh my god, you need to hear yes. this. Like, so essentially, it's just being like, look, like shit happens, like. Yeah life happens but you have to remember like number one like everything happens for a reason i know that a lot of people are like oh my god like not everything happens for a reason this and the other but it's like all of the bad shit all the good stuff you know like that is all just another like another milestone like on your journey you know i mean you could think back i'm sure that we can all think back to like horrible not horrible things like bad things that have happened to us like let's say we like even something simple like you missed the bus and then you're late to class and this that and the other you know but there's always something optimistic and bright that comes out of that you know um i I forgot who told me this, but essentially, like, there's no such thing as darkness, you know, because darkness is just, like, an absence of light. But it's not really an absence of light. It's just, like, an absence of, like, a being able to have that reflection. Right. So you're able to, like, so it can bounce off the surface and you're able Whoa. to see that light. So there's no such thing. <laughs> so there's no such thing as darkness. Like, so there's no Whoa. such thing as negativity. I mean, like, yeah. negativity, stress, all this stuff is, like, man-made. Stress is definitely a man-made thing that we've made up. Like, yeah. stress is something that you, like, is when you start tripping and you start, like, overthinking things and you start psyching yourself out but the minute that you like remove yourself from that cycle like you don't have to worry about it anymore um and it's really interesting because like it's really hard obviously to get to a place like that where you're able to look outside of your like to look at yourself and then look outside of yourself and be like okay look like this is a like messed up situation yeah but you know what i'm gonna make the most of it i'm gonna move forward like i remember a couple weeks ago, I it was first first week of, first week of school. I was late to my oral school class on Friday, in my lab, and I get in my like I missed the bus by two seconds. Like the bus driver literally saw me and kept driving. I was like, wow, that really just happened. I was with my friend. I was like, this is crazy. I had like fifteen minutes, right? And it takes me like five minutes to get to school in a car. Yeah. However, if you get in a lift, you know how there's lines and all that stuff, you yes. know. So I get into a lift. My lift eventually comes and he's like driving me down. Like I'm almost to school and all of a sudden he goes, actually I have to pick somebody up. Actually I have to pick somebody else up. Somebody cancels. All this stuff is happening. I end up getting to class at like 9.03 or something. And you know how capitalist classes. go how you thought Right. It was and it didn't go. go how I thought. And I at first was pissed. Like I was just like, at first I was like, it's okay. Like everything's fine. But then people start getting in the car and then it's, I start getting more agitated. I was like, oh my yeah. God, I didn't like, I was like, oh my goodness. Like do like, do I have all this together? Like is like, did everything I practice, is it perfect? Da, 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 da. You know, I'm like getting 
getting really worked up. My Lyft driver is like, yo, I'm sorry. Like he felt bad. He was like, man, you should have just done like a, I forgot what it's called, but you know, the, like the, not the pool, but the regular like Lyft right. type of thing. He's like, man, you, the private one. He was like, bro, like you should have just done that. And I was like, I know it's all good though. I was like this, I guess this is what's supposed to happen right now. Right. Turns out the guy works for um, this company, not really this company. It's more so this community called Amplify Africa, um, mm. which is this really dope community. Like I've helped them with a bunch of really cool stuff. They had a booth at Gear Fest at USC last year. I just helped them this past weekend with Afro Music Festival. Nice. Super dope people. Yes. Um, they're all about like connecting black folks and well, black people slash African people together because there's all yeah. this division. Like we could kind of talk about that later. Um, that. Like as somebody who's like black and African, it's like very, yeah. it's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. Um, but it turns out he works like with them. I see his card and he goes, you look familiar. He was like, oh, have you been to Afro-Lituation, which is an event that they do a lot? And I was yeah. like, nah. I was like, no, um, but you've probably seen me. Because I was like, you work for Ampli Africa, right? He said, yeah. I said, oh, you've probably seen me on like the promo for something. And he was like, what promo? And it was literally like the literally the one of the, the ads, yeah. like the main ads for Afro yeah. Festival and their party. I was like, this one? And he goes, yeah, I remember your smile. And Whoa. I was like, that's me. That's so, so sick. Yeah, so it was really crazy. And like, I, I just forgot about that. I yeah. like shot for them to like me and a couple of my friends, like we... Um, shot for afro music festivals like promo yeah. thing so they got like a bunch of different like black and african folks to yeah. come together do like different party scenes and stuff in lamert park which is like this art hub that's mm. in uh the crenshaw area which is really really oh, dope yeah. it's a Dude, black I've never art been hub. Over there. yeah it's yeah. really dope oh, it's actually it no remember when we um remember that one march that we did or the yeah. the protesting that we did that at a yeah. uh, crenshaw and king yeah it's remember where we met Yes. That's where it is. So that's when Park. that was 2016. Bro. Was that after Alton Sterling yes. got shot? That yeah. shit was. That was the beginning. Oh my that god, that was the beginning. That was the, that beginning was the of, summer of like. Oh my god, cops yes. versus like just killing a lot of black people. It was like it wasn't even like the. It was like the summer because it felt like every single day yeah. somebody was dying. It was like it was insane. insane. That was the summer that like where I got really involved and I started yeah. um, getting involved with like Black Lives Matter and I started doing more community stuff like planning vigils and right. doing just like different events for stuff because like i realized like damn i was getting upset i was just pissed because right. i was just like i'm not doing anything i feel like i feel super helpless like i'm not really doing anything i don't want to do so i was like okay what am i gonna do and i just decided i was like i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go to this uh protest come to this gathering do this that, and the other yeah and then i just really got involved um and that's and, how I found out about yeah, it. Yeah. Because you were like very welcoming. Yes. And I was, and I was like, just like, yo, can people I go come to this? Through. I don't know. Yes, and you made me feel very like, super dope. included. And I was yes. like, stoked to be there. Yes. So that was like, very yeah. kind. Yeah. I was actually just talking about you earlier with somebody. I was like, yo, like, I'm about to do this podcast with this guy. Literally, I was like, I'm Yay. about to do this podcast with this guy. <laughs> and he's, they were like, oh, who? And I was like, he's like, his name's Mackin. He's in the pop program. I was like, he's super dope, though, because like, he literally is an ally. And I was like, I don't use that word often. I use right. accomplice. Like, yeah. we kind of talked about that. I've talked about Madison a lot. It's tricky. You get into the white now. Yeah, because yeah. accomplice is more so like you're fighting alongside me, like you're doing yeah. the work with me. And allies oh, yeah. kind of like I'm here for you, yeah. but like I'm here to like support you and if that you need can anything. Be and it's like right, and sometimes yeah. it's dehumanizing, and also it's kind of like oh, you still do the work, but when you come back from the work and you're tired, <laughs> like I got you. And it's yeah. like nah, bro, like you need to also be doing the work because. Mm. You know, lots of levels to the things. Levels. Yes. That's like been my... <laughs> and I still levels, have like levels, tons levels. of learning to do. No, we all do. I'm not yeah. the most knowledgeable person about all this stuff. Like, mm. I hope nobody thinks that I yeah. think... Like, no. Like, <laughs> let's just clarify this real right. quick, y'all. Like, there's always so much information. Yeah. There's so much information. There's no way that we're all going to know all of it. Dang, and it's But it's like dope. And it's beautiful to see people that are interested and like that are 
open and care enough about mm. like getting this information and like learning more and expanding their horizons well that's beautiful to hear because like on it because i know it's like that's one of the uh common mistakes of yeah. the attempted accomplice yeah. ex- is expecting like people of color to explain to you what to do and yes. how to do it and it's like bro google is a fucking thing <laughs> go google it like because because the thing is that people don't recognize it's like okay yes i understand the logic of like oh for example i don't know how like i don't know what braids are so i'm gonna ask my black friend like what like what protective hairstyles are i'm gonna do this that and the other i understand like that i get why you would do that like you would probably right. go to a basketball player and ask them like yo how you shoot like a three-pointer however right. you have to recognize that as somebody who is in a position of power and i mm. always have to talk about this with folks like position of power in so many different types of ways in terms of like race in terms of gender in terms of like and we all talk about intersectionality too like in terms of sexuality and like how these things all like they all cross the lines you know like so much stuff but anyways um to go back to what i was saying um we have to you have to recognize like it's taxing to ask marginalized people like yo can you explain your marginalization to me can you explain to me like your way of living like i'm sorry like i don't sit and go up to my like (laughs) white friends being like or like like my white friends like hey can you explain to me how like x y and z like i don't do that but the thing is it's also the the dynamic is different Different. because yeah when i'm asking somebody who's in a position of power like there's no way that i can take you off that position of power because there's a hierarchy that's been here for like centuries you know and the hierarchy is always in play. Like, I know I get really frustrated sometimes when people are like, oh my God, like, you're making this about race. Or, oh my God, like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know who you are. <laughs> um, and I know you're probably listening to this and you're probably <laughs> troll me, bro. Like, at me, I have the receipts. Yeah. Anyways, yes. like, yes. always, we always have to keep it real. But, like, people yeah. are like, oh my God, like, let's not make this about race. Let's not make this about gender. Let's not make that this. And it's like, yo, number Usually one. that's white people saying that, you know? I didn't say it. Mackin <laughs> said it. I said it. I didn't say it. Anyways, but like no, because also to be honest, it is also other people of color too. It's everybody. I mean, you like it depends. I mean, we're not all. I have like we always have to keep remembering. Like even though like some of us might have similar backgrounds, that doesn't mean that like we have the same thought process or like we have the same understanding. Yeah, but on that point, real quick, go ahead. (laughs) I think it is sometimes a like for white people like sometimes like you, we don't have to think about our race every single day all yeah, the time it's like and it is like a privilege to like like some people like just dive into these race issues when it's like convenient or something yeah. like that and realizing that for people of color it's like it's a constant battle <laughs> it's a constant battle i yeah. mean it's in the same way with like with women and women of all kinds uh cis and otherwise and like gender non-conforming folks and like gender fluid folks all that stuff folks not forks <laughs> folks i'm literally talking i've been up since folks like 4 a.m y'all Damn, really yeah i keep doing this thing where i knock out at like yeah. 9 or 10 That's and then either kind of what's up it's pretty cool and then i either wake up at like 12 or like one and then i do work for a little bit or i'll go back to sleep or i just wake up at like four and then i just stay up because it's like i already got my sleep you know um that's a precious time of day yes yeah wait okay hold on what was i saying oh going back to what i was saying like it's so taxing to ask people who are marginalized like why they're marginalized because you have to think about it it's like we're constantly living this marginalization like I remember I'm not people know this story but I'm gonna I'm change who the person was <laughs> like their position so y'all don't know exactly right. what I'm talking about but I was talking to an individual an individual came up to me one day and they said hey Nayala I have a question I said what's good they were like what is your opinion on the police 
Bruh. Okay, so this is literally after like I've been I had been How doing you organizing stuff. Like oh, that? I, yeah. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um this is after I've been doing like organizing stuff for like all, like six or seven months. Um this was last year. And I look at this person and I'm like huh and they continue forward and they're like well you know i mean with all the police brutality that's suddenly happening and it's like con like words y'all words have meaning like don't add these random adjectives in yes. like it's not random no the pol like literally this is a systematic thing that's been going yeah. on for literally centuries it's just yes. continued like who we were talking about earlier how like it's just another layer it just keeps reshaping and re like going it has a new form and it changes its form depending on the era because literally police are modern day slave catchers you can go back and look back in history at what slave catchers were and it's literally their job description is literally identical to the police now well. it's just like a right so it's just like a new age thing you know and like so i get frustrated like i'm gonna go into that real quick i get frustrated yeah. when people are like oh my god like you're making this about race because first of all i don't want this to be a race thing yeah. i don't want to sit and always have to come like explain like my oppression i don't want to go through oppression i don't want to hear about other people's oppression i don't want people to go through this like but unfortunately this is a society that we live in and if we don't hold ourselves accountable and each other accountable we're not going to be able to move forward and that's where I think a lot of people have a hard time with it. It's like we have to hold ourselves accountable. We live in a society where like we normalize not having accountability like from stuff for yeah. example like for stuff from example like not doing our assignments and blaming it on everything else but ourselves but literally like yo you should have just like not stayed up and like did whatever you were doing. Like yeah. you should have just done your work, you know? Or like for example, I mean you could think like when people get in the car accidents or like, you know, like road rage, stuff like that. Like, it's yeah. like, yo, you know, I mean, I'm thinking really, I'm talking about really minimal, simple stuff right now. So we can I like all relate though. on like a normal level to take accountability, to take accountability, like accountability is so important. Even like with the way that you speak to somebody, the way that you say something to somebody, yeah. like I'm always dealing with this. Like I, I'm very sarcastic. I'm very blunt. I'm very like yeah. straightforward. I'm it's like, it's ABCD. That's yes. literally, <laughs> literally that's how I describe Capricorns. So I'm like, we're very much like it's ABCD because I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> And I'm just Heck like, yeah. it's just how it is. Like, that's just what it is. But I know that sometimes the way that I say things can offend certain people if they don't know me well enough. Mm. I was just talking to somebody earlier, the uh, person I was sending a voice memo to, yeah. and she was like, she was like, dang, like, you ain't got to take it that seriously and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, shoddy, like, I'm literally kidding. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, is if you don't, you know, if you don't know, like, the person, mm. like, you don't get that. And also, like, impact versus intent, always. Like, we yeah. always have to remember, like, you could have intended on something to go like a positive way, but if somebody reacted in the way they reacted, like that's how they reacted. And that's you, valid. And that's valid. Yeah. However, it's not your shit. I've been saying this a lot. Like yeah. I posted this whole thing on my story yesterday um, on Instagram mm. talking about how I've been recognizing that a lot of people have been in this people pleasing wave as of lately, not as of mm. lately, but like there's always people pleasing, but as of lately, there's been a lot of it. Right. And a lot of people have been getting really fed up and like I've been hearing a lot of stuff and I've been dealing with a lot of it. Like people getting upset with me because I'm choosing myself over them. Mm. Um, and how do you mean people pleasing? Like people pleasing in the sense of like always prioritizing people's or not always, but prioritizing right. people's well being over your own. Right. Like um, within your friend group or within just like, in general, in like friend group, thing. friends, yeah. like friends, family, like peers, like different stuff, you know? Totally. Um, and I realize, like, you know, work, um, even in like the work, the, ha the office, the yeah. office, I guess is the best way to explain it. Um, but yeah, so I, cause I was talking about this with my friend, another friend yesterday, he was, um, going through some stuff and like, 
he was high keeps like the the big issue was he's like was so worried about how people were perceiving him um and yeah. he was so concerned like i don't want to say this because i don't want people to respond like this and i had to like let right. him know i was like yo it's not your job to be concerned about how people respond to the way that you do something it's not your job yes you can be conscious but you are responding the way that you're responding because you want to respond that way. Your feelings are valid. You have to prioritize yourself because we love, we live in a society where like people think that you owe them, like you owe them attention. Yeah. You owe them like a response. You owe them this. Like yes. I went on this thing recently on Instagram. Sure. There's somebody listening. who's like, yeah, she did do this. <laughs> I don't care. Like at me, bro. Like it's all good. Um, yes. but, um, I recently went through my Instagram and I deleted like a bunch of people, like unfollowed a bunch of people, like mm. a good like t- like two hundred people, and I've still been doing it. I've just yeah. been deleting people. people that you didn't really know or didn't agree. Well, no, like I just I just with? went through and I cleansed and I did the same yeah. thing with my phone. Um, I essentially like deleted. I like went through my whole phone and deleted a bunch of numbers um, because I realized I was carrying a lot of weight and a lot of baggage that was not mine. Um, and I, there were some doors that needed to be closed and I did not close them. So I was like, yo, like I need to close these fucking doors. Like I don't need to be like having this energy. Like I had, there's this quote that's on my wall. I have a wall of like affirmations. It's like affirmations. Yeah, bro. It's like affirmations and just like different things to remind myself. And one of the things that's on it says something along the lines of like, cut all ties to things that no longer serve you um recognize Mm. like going back into like recognizing like their purpose in your life but knowing that like that part of your life is done so you gotta just like move forward you know totally and so a similar quote on my wall yeah there's this american buddhist nun her name's i think it's pema chodron Mm. and i I think this is her it might be somebody else but similar quote Mm -hmm. where she's saying like we like we literally cannot afford any violence against ourselves you, you know? can't like we live yeah, and we live in a world where we live in a very selfish ass world like it's a me 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 like where people take selfies all the time which is fine self-love is beautiful um but like people think that people like i said people like like a lot of times like we think that like folks owe us a response owe us a reply right. owe us things and that's very selfish of us because if you think about it, you're asking for people to give to you, but you're not really saying that you're going to give anything in return. Yeah. And we live in this society where folks want you to like, I was dealing with this a lot. There were a lot of friends. I had a lot of like um, colleagues, a lot of like people I was working with, even family yeah. who like, they always wanted me to prioritize them always. And I'm like a very kind person. I'm very giving, like I care about the well being of people around yeah. me. I so find it's myself like, in this situation. A yeah. Lot. So I found yeah. myself getting like manipulated and I would find myself getting gaslight. Like people yes. would be like, okay, yeah. but what about all the times when I did this for you? And da da da. like when I would hold my own and be like, yeah, yo, dude. I can't be there for you because Vampires, I got to be there man. for me and people literally got upset and they were like oh my god like you're so selfish blah 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 and it's like okay but when you did the same thing it was cool so that doesn't make sense because accountability and that's hypocrisy like you're being hypocritical but accountability like we need to hold ourselves accountable like a real ass friend a real ass like family member a real ass person is somebody who recognizes like when you need to like focus on yourself yeah that's a real friend like yes. i don't i can tell you i mean so many times i've had friends where like they just disappear 
or they just drop off or I hit them up and they don't respond, but they're just in their own world. They got to do what they got to yeah. do because they need that time. And then eventually they come back or maybe they don't come back or maybe yeah. I run into them later and, and I when see it's that they're convenient good. for them. They're right. there for you. Right. But no, 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 not inc- even then. Not yeah. even then. Like, not talk- even then. No, no, not even that. Like I'm talking about like sometimes people drop off the face of the earth because they need it is what I'm saying. Oh, no. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a I second. Feel but no, we'll talk about that in a second. But like sometimes yeah. people drop off the face of the earth because they need it. Like last semester, like I was going through a really tough time at some point. So like I literally like I wasn't really talking to anybody. I was really focused on myself and I was just like trying to figure out my mental. And I was like, I don't want to put this on to anybody because I don't know what exactly is going on in my head. So I don't want to put on anybody. And it was interesting because there were people who met me with kindness and like, hey, like I haven't seen you. Like, what's good? We're checking on me. And then I would get people being like, oh, my God, you're not talking to me. Why aren't you talking to me? Like, wow. Like you. So what? You have a problem with me? And they would start like it would become this whole me 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 thing and it's like yo it has nothing to do with you it's not a personal attack it's nothing but that just goes to show you like what people's intentions are with your relationships and with your energy and it's so true and it's like you know i'm not saying that people are bad i'm not saying like oh my god there's like evil people and like they're gonna try to like ruin your life that's not what i'm saying but sometimes you have to remove people from you have to remove ties and remove energy that doesn't serve you and like it's not to say that they're bad people Mm. it's not to say that you won't have them in your life eventually it's not to say that they didn't matter when they were in your life but sometimes you just you gotta focus on you because i said it yesterday if everybody else is focused on themselves and you're focused on everybody else who's focused on you like Ain't nobody praying for me. Dead (laughs) ass. Like that. Oh my God. I remember when that song came out. I was crying, bro. I was crying. I was like, Kendrick, why do you understand my pain, bro? That's how I feel like. That's what I feel like he's saying on that record. He's like, he's like, yo, everyone's trying to make me the savior of hip hop. And like, I'm just a guy. I'm just like experiencing the same fucking pain that everyone else is all the time. And then like this expectation too, like this idolism that happens with artists, especially like this happens a lot with artists, especially um, like revolutionary artists and artists who um, are very individualistic and they're very set and like very grounded. That's the best way of putting it. Mm. Um, like people like Beyonce, I guess you could say as well, you know, um, like those big folks. But we have this like also it's another thing with um, with our generation now. We're really into like idolizing people true, and yeah. idolizing things. And it's weird because it's like and demonizing on the flip. Yes. Side. And it's yeah. really weird because it's like, y'all, we're reflections of each other. Like We're one in the same. We're all made out of the same thing. Yeah. Me, you like this, te- this couch, this table, like we're all made out of the same type of thing. We're all made out of the same type of energy. Like stardust, man. start like dead yeah. ass, like literally. Um, I was talking to my friend about this yesterday. I keep saying my friend. I'm really just trying not to use names. <laughs> but got a lot I, of friends. Yes. I mean, look, and we're all friends. We're all, like I said, we're all on the same family. But my friend and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, I was telling him about astrology. And I was telling him about, like, why I believe in astrology. And because he was like, I don't really know that much about it. And I was like, it makes sense, though, because we're all made out of the same stuff. The stars, me and you, we're made out of the exact same thing. So we're made out of the same material. So it makes yeah. sense that that makes sense, you know, because right. astrology all has to do with like where all the planets and the moon and the sun were, were when you were born. Mm. And it's like where everything because everything's rotating. It's yeah. like where everything was when you were born and like what sign it was in. That's why you can be born like on the same day as somebody, but have a completely different chart as them um, or like act differently from them. Because also as well as like experience and stuff like, right. you know, like your life experience. Um, but I was talking about, and I was like, it like really makes sense. If you think about it, like all this stuff makes sense. Like we're all one in the same, um, you know, 
I think oftentimes when like we talk about differences and we talk about like issues such as like racism and sexism, homophobia, uh, ableism, et cetera, et cetera. Um, oftentimes people think that, oh my God, you're causing more division like by pointing out the differences. And it's like, no, we're pointing out the differences. We don't want to point out the differences, but there's this whole system of this is better than everything else. And there's this whole, like I said, hierarchy. Um, And there's this idea of if we don't talk about it, then it's not a problem. Like, yes, that and was, that's the thing yeah. that people, that goes back and to accountability. Really and it's so dangerous. It's like, yo, just if there's a big ass monster to the left of me, yeah. just because I'm not talking about it does not mean it's not right there and it yeah. might like not eat me. Like, bruh. Yeah. The first step is saying, hey guys, there's a fucking giant monster right, right there. Like, and you're like, are we, why are you freaking like the out elephant about in monsters? the room? Dead ass like and people are like, yeah. okay, are we gonna talk about the elephant in the room? And people are like, what elephant? Not all, so We're with not elephants. sitting on the no elephant. I don't know why is everybody so concerned. Like people are so crazy. And it's just like, right. And it's just, it's so funny because like we keep bringing up all these like really like goofy analogies, but it's like, that's these, these issues are so simple. These issues are so simple. Racism, all these different isms, all these different, um, this bigotry. It's so simple. We could fix it in like two seconds. (laughs) We really could. Hello. There's a beeping. I think somebody's parking. Probably. Hello. Anyways. Hello. Anyways. <laughs> now, now we have a tempo but, for right. our conversation. Hey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Metronome. Yeah. How many BPMs is this? <laughs> no. I'm not, not one of those people. Oh, oh, my gosh. I know. We're off the clock now. We don't have to. We're not in school right now. <laughs> it's really tricky. I'm in this Go. Uh, Go class, mm-hmm. History of the Music of Black Americans. <gasps> You're in that with Ron McC- My two friends are the Dude. TAs for that. Really? Yes. Those Michael are my two friends. And, uh, and Ozadi. Yes. Yes. Dude, they're awesome. They're, they're super, super sick. Dope. I want to take that class. Also, I didn't, I didn't even realize this, so I took this class. It's the first class I've taken at USC that's been more people of color than not which is like because it's a because it's a black yeah, yeah oftentimes when you go into classes that are like related to a specific race or like related to like race in class or like yeah. this race in class in la you'll see like a lot of poc and like yes. different like marginalized groups i'm in a genders and sexuality class right yeah, now so yeah. there's a lot of like queer folks in there and there's a lot of yeah. like folks who are really interested in like womanism and feminism which is cool um, as well as there's like a lot of men in there as well. So it's cool yeah. like to get a good mixture and then totally. the races are very mixed as well. Yeah. But go ahead. Well, my, no, no worries. That's awesome. Um, Michael's reading this book. Uh, oh, it's a big book. The People's huh? History of the yeah, United States. Yeah, he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, dude. I walked up to their class like the first week. That's so funny because I ran into Michael and I was with Ozadi. Um, sorry, I was with Ozadi. <laughs> yeah. And I ran into them. Um, they say, like, they really love that class. They said, that, like, y'all Dude, are really dope. It's so cool. That's good. And, like, McCurdy just, like... He's amazing. He's like, yo, I'm not going to go into lecture for, like, 30 minutes, and I'm just going to talk about, like, DACA and, like, why it matters. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> and he him. creates this, like, really comfortable space where he's not, like, these are my beliefs, you need to all believe them. Right. But he's also, like, speaking truth to power, but right. also creating a comfortable space where right. anyone can say anything, which is, like... Important, Unreal, which you know? is important. Yes, yeah. dude. And so I'm like, yes, these are the conversations that I need to be having right yeah. now. Yeah, I know? was just talking. Um, I'm thinking of doing like thinking of creating um some sort of outlet, whether it be like uh like a podcast or like a monthly event series where we're able to have conversations about um things like about things and just have discourse over different subjects yes, dude. and um i'll produce the shit out of your <laughs> podcast for free bro, like fuck. i literally want to do this because i think yes. it's so important like yeah we have to we have to educate ourselves we have to educate each other and like mm. some of us have more information on certain uh topics than others and we just got to pass along. The, right the information isn't doing anything just like sitting here and we're not talking about you know we're not sharing 
sharing it with people. So I'm trying to figure out something um, to give back to the community in that way. Uh, that's like also kind of why I started Loft Sessions. That's right. I did that. Uh, so sick. Oh, I guess we can switch there. Oops, yeah. Switch. Can I say this one thing <laughs> about ahead. the, because I totally want to talk about yes, you no, and your artistry. Ahead. Go ahead. Um, but one thing that like, one concept that McCurdy is like talking about, because yes. we're talking about like why the American, like, like, why African Americans essentially like had such a crazy cultural boom, right. and why like the American slave trade was because there were slave trades in like all of the continents Everywhere. and a lot of other countries. Right. But the reason that like America's was different was because it was so brutal because they were like observing other countries and being like, oh, this is how we oppress even yes, more. Yes, bro. And then leading to all these, but yeah, basically bro. saying that like uh, whiteness was invented by. The, like the white elites yeah. in order to convince like poor but, white people to vote against their own interests to like divide and conquer. Because, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh Which my God, is I'm, crazy. I remember hearing about this. Yeah, I remember reading about this. Um, Yeah, so they purposely like made whiteness a thing so white, like poor white people who are working class Would white have people. have a taste of power. Yeah, because yeah. they were at the same level as black oh, yeah. people and all these other people of color. Um. Yeah, so like and like and, and they were they were like I think they were actually thinking of like oh like um what is what's the word rest of the word like overthrowing like kind of the government and yeah. stuff. So then that's why whiteness became a thing and then they started being like okay like yeah, you make less money. Oh yeah, you work hard, but like look at these like black people. Like they're yeah. so below you. They're so this and they start totally. like it started becoming a and thing. We'll let you a buy stigma. land, but yes. you're still going to get fucked yes. by this yes. economic Dead system. Ass. And yeah. it's like but land because land equals power and it's like yeah. well, they don't have land. They don't have anything yeah. and you can get them on like you're better it, than them. Bro, yeah. it's so And then it deep. divides them and allows the the rich white yeah. class to stay in power. Bro, yeah. For real, so which is like so crazy right. similar to what exactly happened with like mm. Trump and like poor white America you know history repeats itself until you break the cycle <sighs> like it's just insane like Trump convincing like coal workers and people that he's like on their side or something and that he's not he's not even thinking totally about them. them i don't talk about them man i don't even that, say like, his name like oh, yeah of course and uh he should not be named you know bro, he ain't even he should not be named he's just he like, like i'm like racism, bro that man is pe- like people thinking that oh like immigrants are gonna take your jobs it's like dude you think like if like big corporations get tax cuts say they're it. gonna like create a bunch of new jobs like no, no they're not dude it's like they're, they're gonna put their they're <laughs> gonna put these jobs into third world countries where they don't have yeah. to pay people that much exactly. like that's where most of your jobs are going you see how many things they yeah. made and insert every other country but america totally hello and like, it's not other working class people that are a threat to exactly. your lifestyle it's the like really really greedy kind of one percenters you yes know? so anyways levels. i just thought that was and a that crazy... relates to class too like yeah. people like because race and class go hand in hand be- like because of yeah. what we just talked about yeah. like so oh there's so many levels it's so a very much. new concept to me Bro, like, it's Whoa. it's a lot i mean i'm still trying to understand i mean i'm not trying i'm uh, that's another thing I've, i'm really all about vocabulary and like martin yes. like taking the time to monitor what you're saying and so the words true. come out of your mouth so like you, powerful, you can't man. say try like you can't be like oh my god i'm trying yeah. like if somebody's like you're they're really doing a great job like wow i see you're doing oh, i'm trying no you're doing yeah you have to speak it into existence because yes. i mean trying's one thing but like actually accomplishing it is different and like your words have meaning and they they affect your psyche and without you even realizing it it's really um, true man. 
ooh, to go all the way back before we talk about artistry. Yes. To bring everything back around. Um, yeah, so when people are like, oh my God, you're making this a race thing, you're making this thing about gender, you're, oh my God, like why is it that you're trying to create division? It's not that. It's We're trying to highlight the fact that there has been division caused and this is why and these are the results of it and this is how we've, like how it's affecting our perceptions and the way that we're treating other people of different backgrounds and how we're treating people of different backgrounds, period, point blank. Um, so I'm just like, we just stay in truth. I don't, you think, I mean, I ask people this, like, this is like when my, um, when that person asked me, like, what do I feel about the police? I went to a whole rant. Like I didn't go to a whole rant. I went like yeah. for 15 minutes and I was like, okay, picture this. Like imagine every single day you wake up and you see at least three people that look exactly like you are being killed. And I was like, so imagine also like literally being able to watch their videos. Imagine this, imagine that, imagine this, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I was yeah. like, imagine the fact that like, this is like a systematic thing. Imagine that this has been like going on for so long. Like imagine that because like, you're not going to understand that. Like if you, if you weren't born in whatever like marginalized group, you're not going to understand it. You could read about it. Yeah. You can ask a thousand people of that background what it is, but you will never personally understand what it is. Yeah. There's no issue with that. I'm not saying like, Oh my God, it's horrible that you don't get it. But you got to understand, like, you can't ask taxing questions like that to people who are already going through this trauma. Like I, so exactly. I said, all that's this taxing stuff, enough. It's already taxing. Yeah. Like, yo, like, bro, like literally I go down the street and every time I see like, like groups of kids of color, like black kids, black and brown kids, I always just get really uncomfortable because I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, I just hope you're able to make it home like uh, today. Yeah. Like, and it's so frustrating that like, we have to think about stuff like that and it's yeah. not us being dramatic. It's like, this is real. Like I have a little brother. I remember when, um, Oh, wow, there's so many of them. I can't even remember their names. I remember there was a video I reposted last year of this little boy. He was he was like 10 or 12. And how the police almost killed him because they thought that he matched the description of somebody they were looking for. The description was a 30-year-old, like, like middle-aged black man with locks. This little boy is like a little like chubby boy with no hair. Like, and they chased him. And he literally ran home. And he's like, it's a video of him like crying, being like, oh my, like, why are they doing this? Why is this happening to me? It's like, y'all don't understand like how traumatizing i mean i'm not saying y'all but it's like not like y'all because there's probably people who are listening who are also marginalized folks but like it's so it's just taxing like to yeah. think about like how kids like i didn't have to think about stuff like that growing up you know like i dealt with like my share of racism and my share of like bigotry and discrimination right. from white folks brown folks from all these different folks i dealt with my anti-blackness all that stuff you know like and but i've never had to like fear my life like being taken from me you know like i mean i was talking about this with somebody recently like i like in middle school i used to get jumped by boys because of the fact that like because i was black and because of the fact that i didn't fit the stereotypes that they wanted me to fit so like there was like yeah like literally i know there are people who are listening to this right now and you're probably like damn i feel bad it's all good i'm not tripping but like yeah you did some fuck shit right. um but like i remember there was this whole thing like people used to nickname me tyrone like I, that was a thing. Like literally, people would like be like, "Hey, Tyrone," in front of my teachers, in front of this, and my teachers didn't care. They wouldn't say anything. I remember I got jumped in front of my homeroom teacher once, like in front of my whole class, in front of my homeroom teacher as well. Like three boys like tried to jump on me, and it was like one of those days where I was like, "I'm not doing this," and I fought back, and she got mad at me. So it's like, yeah, so. 
it's crazy, dog. Like yeah. it's so much. It's so much levels to this. Like to this. Um, right. And you know, like I dealt with stuff like that, but I never really feared for my life. You know, yeah. I mean, I, it was more so like wow like why do you hate me so much like what do you see in me that you don't like what is it about me that you don't like what is it about me that reminds you of you that you don't like because at the end of the day when there's difference it's because there's something that somebody like it's because you see something in that person or in something that reminds you of you and probably a part of you that you don't like or a part of you that you wish that you have but it's there you just haven't tapped into it yet raise your right projections i always say this thing like it's easier to project than reflect we're mirrors of dead ass like okay for reflection in two different ways like reflection like literally like a mirror but also like it's easier to be like oh my god like i'm gonna blame everybody for everything or like i'm gonna blame like i'm gonna blame like the fact that you did this and this made me mad blah 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 blah, instead of being like okay like i'm mad because x y and z i'm not mad because all that stuff you know like and just holding yourself accountable and reflecting and be like this is why i felt this way this is why i reacted okay like i understand now moving forward and yeah yeah like it's hard for people to hold themselves accountable because we live in a society where we don't and Mm. i'm not mad at people i get frustrated you know but i know that like we're all reflections of each other i think back to stuff like that and i'm just like y'all you just there was a part of you that you didn't like that you saw in me and it's all good like you know i i remember like i have to just i always just like try to remind myself like Nobody really does anything with malicious intentions. I mean, <sighs> it's hard. To, it's hard to say that because I, I know there's people like, what about you know, homeboy? That's it. I'm yeah. not gonna say his name. Um, yeah. but you know, like in their it fucked takes, up minds, it takes so much energy. Yeah, it takes so much energy to hate. Yeah, and to like to be horrible to people to like belittle them like why fight fire with fire when you could just like offer some water and put it out you know um so i'm like very much on this wave of like choosing the light i like went through this whole kind of like spiritual waking thing over the summer and yeah and like what kind of uh set that into motion i don't really uh i mean if i'm being honest it was a lot of things um Okay, we're going to be real, y'all. I don't really, I'm not really, really, I mean, I'm open, me but know. I guess we could be pretty open. <laughs> no, let me know what your time, we don't have to go No, it's into all, this. no, no, it's like, all good. No, I'm just, I'm just checking, say, oh, numbers, looking at numbers, looking at times and things. Um, we can talk about anything and we also bro, don't have to talk no, about no, anything. No, 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 like, let's be real. No, I want to be real. Um, <laughs> I know, because I like to be real. I I'll like let being you authentic. steer the ship, dude. Bro, yes, I appreciate it. Um yeah so switching in the pop was crazy like anybody that transfers into that program can tell you it's crazy that program is insane to begin with everybody who is in it is like amazingly talented amazingly brilliant in their own way like everybody's super dope but it's a very intense program because it's like a little version of the industry um so switching into that my sophomore year was kind of interesting um because it's like i had to to re-accommodate I had to relearn how to do college again. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of difficult because it it was like I already You're the new kid again. Again, and yeah. it was like, bro, what? And like that didn't really bug me that much, but like more so just having to re like readjust. Um. But from there, wait, hold on. I just realized something. Wait, give me two seconds. Hold Dude, on. Take your time. One moment. What did she say? I can cut this. Okay, cool. Hold on. One moment. You're all good. Now. I'm going to just send this. Because really? I realized, I was like, I said I was going to do something and We're I didn't do it. We're not live at all. I know. This week, have, basically, there's zero pressure to do anything. Yay! Which is great. It's I'm, so I'm gonna lit. P- put some more coffee on for myself. Uh, get the coffees. 
Tax break. We're on a commercial break right now, folks. Do you actually do like commercial type breaks? Sometimes. Or do you like, do you edit it? How does this work? So it depends. Like, uh, <laughs> like I did a live show a couple weeks ago. That was some pretty like involved editing because That's the... there were four microphones on stage and there were four people that came up. Uh, Jensen was one of them, this hey. girl Caitlin and this guy Tyler. And like we just would talk. And then I'd have some people play music and then we do like improv comedy based mm-hmm. off of like some of the conversations. So that was I tricky because I wanted to like mix in. So that I also had like this handheld mic mm-hmm. in the crowd because I wanted to like hear people laughing and stuff. <laughs> I love it. And then I wanted to edit it up because there were all these transitions right. that were like boring on the podcast. <laughs> but then I had my friend before go and do like interviews with people. And he would just ask people, like, random questions. He would just be like, what's the craziest, like, experience you've had, like, <laughs> on a beach? And so, like, I like all these random people telling these random stories. And so I kind of use those as commercials. Right. But I don't have, like, a lot of podcasts have, like, sponsorships and yeah. stuff like that. So, like, I mean, I'm lucky, you know, I have, like, a couple hundred listeners a That's week so or something. Dope, though. Yeah. It's crazy. Sometimes, if I'm lucky. No, I know. But, uh... Yeah, so no one's paying me to do this yet. I feel that. No, okay, for sure. Yeah, because I was like, oh Nor my gosh, how much are you going to have to edit this? Because I just like to have conversations. Yes! But I usually like to leave it unedited because that's, for me, at least the podcast that's that really I authentic. like, it's part of the appeal. Exactly. It's like, Very real. this isn't like a conversation where it's like, so I'm sitting here with Niall. Niall, can you give me like a 15th, you know what I'm saying? Well, back in. Yeah. Back in Carol, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And like, yes, like this is you and me hanging out, but right. it also is like, a conversation exactly. that is for Wait, like I'm about hopefully to, other people to listen to. I'm about to, to Insta this because I realized I didn't Insta. do this. Insta. One moment. Yeah, Y'all are gonna hear this. But dude, re kind of our thing the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Continue forward. <laughs> yes. You say? No. Um, just like it was super crazy for me. People saying like just what you were saying a second ago about um like oh don't make this about race like why are you being dramatic it was super enlightening for me to go to that black lives matter rally Mm -hmm. with you that day yeah and then i went to a party in orange county Mm kind of where i grew up in like costa mesa yeah where there are a lot of good people but there are also a lot of like things that people don't talk about yeah and because people don't talk about them they assume they're not issues they're not real right so i was literally in a backyard King Kunta was playing and like mostly oh white kids here like, we go we're like listening to Kendrick Lamar and like like I think that's amazing but it was just tricky because I had all this stuff in my mind and like I was like starting a tour so like I was doing these acoustic shows in like people's houses or cafes right. or whatever and um okay cool. I was just talking about my day and I was like thinking about all this stuff and I was like Holy shit, guys. <laughs> like, we got to talk about all this stuff. Right. And um, I was just, I kind of got in some arguments that mm-hmm. night. And it's tricky when you're talking with people with different ideas because you want to listen. Right. But you also, like, want to stand up for what's right and, and speak truth, you know? And it's hard because it's a really hard balance. your perception of right is different from other. Yeah, yeah it's hard because it's like. There were so many white people that were like, are you, you really think that the police treat black people differently? Come on, Mac. And let's go listen to Kendrick Lamar and pretend that race isn't a problem. And I'd just be like. But it's like Kendrick, you're listening. What? You're and listening then that's, to Kendrick That's what's crazy Lamar. to me. Like, I'll be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, y'all, you literally like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I and keep that's thinking, where like the appropriation stuff gets really bro, frustrating from an outside like, perspective. How are you blind? Like, 
how yeah. are you blind? How are you going to go to Coachella you? and be like, oh, be humble, amazing. And then like get your <laughs> braids and do all that and wear your Hindu stuff. You don't even know what Hindu is. Yeah. Like, bro, <laughs> like it's not, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Woo! Jesus. So that just wanted to tie that but in no, on that yes. story. We're going to tie that. Because like I have a lot of learning to do and like we I appreciate do. how we all do. Um, I think like you were saying, oh, I wasn't born into this activism thing, but I think that makes it more inspiring because mm-hmm. it's like, yo, if you if you have feelings like you want to stand up for something, like Dude. you can always you can start from anywhere. It doesn't you know matter exactly. Saying? Yeah. And He's... that's even more inspiring and Bless. that's beautiful. Bless. Yo, what? we met Grammy camp. camp. I was just talking about this today yeah. too. Oh Isn't that crazy? God. Well, even there, you were like, like I remember there was like a bunch of kids. We were all like nervous In teenagers, <laughs> and you were like, "Yo, like my name's Niall. <laughs> Who are you guys?" You like you were making people feel comfortable then too. That's like really. Oh my god! I literally that's wow. part of who you are, and it's beautiful. Bro, thank you, yeah. man. I mean, <laughs> it's so crazy. Like. Uh, whenever people are like oh my god now i remember the first time i met you sorry i saw like no i don't really care i'm not gonna apologize um but yeah sorry take that back literally reclaiming Woo. my space sorry god reclaim my space anyways um <laughs> i do that a lot i'll just randomly yeah. go it's like i like i think faster than i can talk um there's always like twenty thousand things going on in my brain so i like i have to practice like slowing down um because you can't i mean time's not a thing um, it's a concept there's probably right. i'm really probably bugging a lot of people right now people are probably <laughs> like why how are you so free spirited and that's the thing that's really interesting is people get really tripped out because they're like how are you so free but then you're so like i don't have time like and i'm very straight <laughs> and real to the point i'm like well erica body has that quote where she's like these incense and candles or whatever can turn into like some new ports and um like some like some drink like in a yeah, second yeah. and she's essentially saying like I mean, it's all types of me. Like, this is all me, you know? Right. So it's really funny because, like, once again, goes back into, like, oh, my God, perception and the way that we perceive things. Like, people's, like, perception of, like, what artists should be, what spiritual beings should be, like, is very interesting. Like, people have right. this concept of, like, oh, my God, like, they're probably, like, really just, like, very, like, hips, like, like very hippie-like and this, that, and the other. And it's, like, a lot of healers and a lot of, like, light workers yeah. uh, in this generation, a lot of them are, like like tatted up yeah are, like all this different stuff because i mean that has to do with like they're reclaiming their body they're taking yeah. this up and they're like taking well, the physical and why like, this can't is you mine. be like spiritual on your cell phone bro you know? but it's like <laughs> it's just so interesting like people it's just perception is very interesting yeah. like it goes back to learned things you know learned behavior learned thoughts learned concepts yeah, um yeah like i remember when i first like started thinking about spirituality and i remember how like people would clown me people still clown me yeah Um, whenever i talk about like astrology and stuff they're like here she goes again with her hippie stuff or here she goes again with her craziness and i'm just like yo just because something is different don't mean that it's crazy like yeah it's no like if we were all the same, this would be a boring ass planet. We even yeah. have a quarter of the things that we have now. Not like, half a quarter. That's yeah. a fourth. That's twenty five percent, not fifty, twenty five. And so, if we approached things in different systems yeah. of understandings with like, oh, what can I learn from this exactly. as opposed to like why is this wrong? Exactly. I think we could learn exactly. some shit. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yo, it's crazy that like Grammy Camp, wow. Yeah. It's been so long. Wow. It's Where were you? Okay, tell me about like how you got it in Gram- music and stuff like uh, that. Uh yeah. 
and where you are now. Yeah, I'm sorry I haven't seen your shows yet. No, it's all good. Because I'm always like, I'm gonna come out. No, it's all good. Everyone in LA is like, I'm gonna come out. I mean, that's literally life, though. I mean, we're all artists. I don't really trip over it because there's plenty of shows that I miss for people. I try to get out to everything, but it's hard, like, because you know, again, you gotta prioritize yourself sometimes. Sometimes it's like, yo, I really want to support my friends, but also like, I'm really tired and I need to like take a break. And the true friends are like, yeah, I want you to do what's best for you. Literally, like, I don't trip. Like, I really don't trip. I mean. I don't trip. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You'll come out to the show that you're supposed to come to. That's what I always say. Um, Heck the yeah. right show hasn't coming around for yet. But um, music. Yeah, so music. Um, my mom always says that I could sing before I could talk. So I could Where's sing. Where's your mom from again? She's from here. Heck yeah. Um, yeah so she How did she meet your dad from Sierra Leone? Oh my gosh. Ah, he moved out here. My dad played soccer professionally. He yeah. moved out here. Yeah. My, my brother plays soccer. My mom so is a seamstress. She uh, used to have her own clothing business, but now she works for a motion pictures industry. Um, yeah. So she like used to do stuff for, like how to go with murder. She does stuff for scandal now. Uh, she did things for, like Lady Gaga, Rihanna, like CeeLo Green. Like my mom is so dope and she's like super so nonchalant. Sick lot with it i'm like bro you're like she's so humble i'm just like i love you she's so dope super great woman um my mom my my dad's super lit too um he passed away when i was in eighth grade but still just like appreciate it but still just super like i swear like i took it like i um (laughs) i essentially absorbed you sang that song murky about yes that was powerful man bro i still wish i need to talk to micaiah and see if like because we literally were supposed to re-record that all this stuff like yeah. didn't happen but we're gonna figure it out right um but yeah so my mom was always like i sang my alphabet before i could talk mm. so i was always singing yeah. um my parents uh they were very musical very artistic people um always played music my mom would always play like old r&b jazz soul mm. Um, I grew up of, listening to a lot of like yeah. Brian, a lot of like men. That's like probably when my voice is really low. You were like, about to say Brian McKnight. Yeah, Brian McKnight, yes. Luther, uh, John Legend. I grew up listening to like Mary J. Blige. Yes. I listened to like everybody. Like Mariah Carey. Brandy was one of my faves. Brandy's still one of my faves. Yeah. Um, I pull so much influence from her. Um, mm. Mary J. Blige is super dope. She's cool. Like I, yeah. I really like her. I think I resonate with her a lot in terms of sound because she like hip like mixes a lot of hip hop and rap um, and like R and B. And yeah. that's like something that I really like to do as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I like to combine all of it. I mean, it's all the, it's not all the same, but it's all, it all comes from the same thing. Oh yeah. Um, so it's dope to be able to combine those. But yeah. Um, so I was always singing. Didn't really start like getting into choirs and stuff until like I think I was a, in a choir in fourth grade. Right. Um, I was always very artsy. My parents, like my dad, would try to put me in all different sports. He wanted me to be like the Serena of our family. He was like, yeah. maybe she could do tennis. Maybe she could do this. Maybe she could do that. My mom was like, yo, just let her read a book. Like yeah. I was always like trying to read, and I was I didn't want to do any of that. Yeah. Um, but I was always satisfied with like art. So. My mom put me into like different sculpting classes, painting, like jewelry making classes. She put me in like dance classes, um, music, all these different stuff, theater. So my first choir was in fourth grade. I went to middle school and I remember we had to pick an elective. I picked choir, had this choir teacher who screwed up everybody's voices. Like she did not teach us how to sing properly. Like yeah. people were like, my throat hurts. And she was like, it's fine type of thing. And it was like not. Um, and right. so it messed up my voice. Like I really like my voice got really messed up seven grade I what stopped. kind of stuff were you guys singing 
bro i don't even remember right. like class but not even like really classical stuff but i didn't really start doing that till like high school okay um eighth grade i did theater for the first time i was like well like i like being on stage yeah and like i liked being on stage with my choir stuff too but it wasn't the same um i'm like i'm a performer i like to perform yeah um however i don't perform with my personality like this is very real like i don't i'm i don't yeah. i don't like to perform like that all the right. time i don't think that that's healthy um also mm. like don't perform like be you um yeah. got into i went to hollywood high for two years mm. uh transferred out of there my junior year and then finished at vapa which is this art school in downtown um mm. at hollywood i is was that hard or weird to change high schools we're we, we gonna get there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was go. very Sorry. interesting um so i went into hollywood doing music uh that's like really where i really started finding myself i like had my first girlfriend Ooh, family's yeah. gonna hear this it's all good i mean i talk about my queerness all the time like mm. if y'all don't know now you know <laughs> um, okay. i always talk about my queerness i didn't never i don't yeah. think i ever no i did i remember once i like kind of came out my earring just got my hold on <laughs> my ring yeah, just got stuck thing. in my hair I'm <laughs> oh my god literally only me yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so like I got my first girlfriend. Yeah. I remember I was girl. I, that was the first time I was in school with other black people, like a lot of black mm. people, because I was so used to being the minority. Like right. there only being like five or six of us. So right. being able to be in a class and like there's six other black people was like really weird to me. I was like, oh my god, like yeah. what? And it was the first time, like, because I, I was always told, oh, you're not black, you're not black, you're not black. When I was in elementary school, and middle school, really? because I didn't fit the stereotypes. Mm -hmm. But then when I got to high school, it was like, nah, like you good. It's like, oh, you are kind of like like people would at first try to tell me I was whitewashed because I didn't grow up in like the hood which is hella problematic because it's like why are you associating like the hood with blackness and it's like right. not to say that there's anything wrong with the hood like there's nothing about that I mean there's literally oh that's another that's a whole nother conversation that we could talk about like mm how people like to demonize and like talk down about hood mentality and well not even hood mentality but just like hoods and like black and brown neighborhoods like that but it's like those are probably some of the most solid communities that you could ever find yeah because they'd totally. be going through the craziest shit like yeah. they gotta deal with like drive-bys yeah. and they have to deal with like the police like totally. always trying like planning shit on them and like stuff like that so it's like they're totally. pretty grounded like and there's a lot of like craziness uh, like neighborhoods that are like quote-unquote like you know, safe or whatever, but like where people don't talk to their neighbors or something. <laughs> right. Like that. Safe. That was a shitty word to use. They, that no. was like a fucked up word. Safe. To use. I mean, what we had quote, we both quote quotes up to clarify. Yeah. So y'all yeah, exactly. can't see it, but we did it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, no, uh, yeah. you know, when I go visit my parents in like mm -hmm. Pacific Palisades, like they don't, they don't know their neighbors, you know? And like my parents are great people. I didn't really know my neighbors either, like, though. So, yeah. I feel but that. I think like, yeah, there's like, I feel you. A, lot, a lot of communities have a lot of different Very things different. that they value right, other communities. right. my words are the worst no right now. <laughs> no literally it's all good this is life we've only been in school for a month but it yeah. feels like we've been here forever yeah um, but yes yeah, so, um choirs in high school yeah so i went to hollywood high i did like musicals i was i remember like my freshman year we did thoroughly modern millie which is this musical and mm. like i was in the pit choir for it and i remember just like yeah. looking up and i was like whoa like that's so crazy i want to be on stage ah. yes so then next year um tried out for the show choir that we had it was yeah. called h2o i got into that um and i was like one of the main soloists and i was the youngest person in the group too so it was cool to like mm. be the youngest and be around all these upperclassmen who i had so much admiration for and respect for and to be able to be on the same kind of level as them um and to learn from them um i did musicals i did my first musical sophomore year it was in the heights i did it again my junior year when i switched yeah. schools yeah it was very cool Ninety six thousand. 
damn 96,000 <laughs> <Alabanza. laughs> that was so much oh man yeah, musical was fun um I I remember I had like I had the beginning of nodes my sophomore year oh no which because all of I started singing again more so right. all of the stuff I didn't learn was now affecting me okay. um yeah. from middle school so I had to deal with that um but still got through my musical did my musical yeah. I was doing classical choirs as well um freshman year wasn't doing it sophomore year because i was in the show choir right um but then my junior year once i switched schools we switched schools because essentially the principal at hollywood high and i'm pretty sure i don't know if she's still there um but she took all the funding out of the arts and she put it into academics and sports both of which are horrible hollywood high and hollywood like only got money from the arts the arts were the only thing the shows were the only thing that brought people in yeah. only thing because right. that school became a community school so people stopped caring about it so they stopped putting money into it because it was like oh it's not like the big stars are here like trying to like make it it was just like a community type of school which is no problem you know yeah. but like don't it's this always happens it's like yeah. whenever shit stops being glamorous people always want to drop it and it's like so that's not when that's actually the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing you know yeah, like you totally. can't that's not gonna foster creativity right, you can't just like, drop sh- like you just can't do that and yeah. it's like very, I like I've now that I think about it, I've watched so many groups get like so many groups get things taken from them. I think that's why I'm so like in, like passionate about like giving back to the community, yeah. Um, whatever community that may be, because I obviously fit into different communities. Like being a black queer woman, um, I fit into a bunch of different communities, and then like being an artist, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, so I switched schools. My my musical director, he was taking on the magnet coordinator role at Vapa. Um, and he essentially was like, look, there's like 30 spots open. If anybody wants to switch, they can. And only like 13 or 14 of us ended up switching over. It's really funny because, um, there's one person, he's really dope. He's in the dance school at USC. Um, me and him, we both switched over to VAPA and me and him, like we were friends, but we weren't ever really that close, but we got much closer when we switched schools because we had almost all classes together. And it's crazy that like, we're still going to school together now. Like we live our own lives. We don't really see each other, but like I have so much love for him. He's literally doing his thing and it's like, it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dancer. Um, Very cool cat. Like my favorite thing about the dance school is like, there's that portrait of Gloria Kaufman or whatever. And she's just this with like the dog. boss with ass the dog. bitch who just starts a fucking dance school and then like she's like, Yeah, put a painting up of me and my dog. Like that'll be sick. I literally was <laughs> like, like bro. Yes, Gloria. Like that's she's so, so sick. Bro. <laughs> I feel bad for the theater school because you know they don't have a, a building. Yeah, they don't and have And they've thing. been around the long like not the longest, they've been around longer than a lot of these other art yeah. schools. I feel for them. It's crazy. Um but yeah. Sorry to interrupt. So, no, you. no, it's all good, it's all good. Um so I think we both like interrupt. I interrupted myself. All, I do that it's a all lot. All tangents, man. There's like there's so much. There's so much yeah. to talk about. Um, but yeah. So switched schools. Went to Vapa. Vapa was really cool because it was straight art. Like no sports, yeah. nothing. So people were there to do their thing, and they were really dope people there. Like, uh, yes. I have so many people. I still talk to most of them. I still talk to um, a good amount of people from there and I still follow a lot of people from there. A lot of people are doing their thing. Like it's dope to run into people from high school, like at shows and stuff and be like, what you're performing this true. What, you know, so-and-so and like yeah. seeing them doing their thing and being successful at it. Um, oh, just hit myself in the mouth. <laughs> some people um, end up going to college. Some people ended up like going to college, like dropping out or like just didn't go to college and just kind of did their own thing. And everybody's like really seems to be happy with where they're at, which is beautiful. Right. Um, but when I went to, vapa that was when i started focusing more on like okay like i want i like music 
I like to perform, but I don't like this choir thing. And I don't, I'm not really into the group thing. And it wasn't like, oh, I don't like group stuff. I loved doing like show choir and all that stuff. However, like, I was like, this is not what I want to do for the rest of my life. I could feel it. Um, and yeah. when we got to Vapo, we we were known as the Hollywood kids because it was like twelve or thirteen of us, and we'd always walk around cause no, yeah. together because nobody was really talking to us. Hollywood kids, um, bro. People like really, really mad, and like we, it, yeah, a lot of us came in. Most of us came in like uh, being. Uh, like fluent in other arts a lot of us are triple threats a lot of us um dabbled in a lot of different things so some of us came in wanting to do theater dance and music and that yeah. pissed people off because they were like wait what like it was kind of like conservatory yeah. type of thing where people Pretty were like Hollywood you're in music kids. you're in music yeah. you're in visual you're in visual they wanted to put you in a box yeah and it was weird because it's like well we're artists shouldn't we want to be multifaceted like i understand wanting to hone on your craft but if you have like another gift somewhere else why not you know yeah and um, they can speak to each other right so that school was really cool because I I was kind of pushed into an area I didn't want to be in. Like, I, I wanted to do classical. I wanted to do, like, uh, chamber music and stuff to right. advance my voice. Because that was the thing for me. When I was in, co- like, when I was in high school, I was always thinking, like, mm. okay, I want to be involved in as many things as possible so I can get as many skills as possible. I was like, mm. I don't care. Like... I knew that I wouldn't want to do choirs for the rest of my life, but I knew that there was stuff that I would learn from taking these classes that I wouldn't learn any other way. Or like, you know, having these experiences that I wouldn't learn any other way. So I was like, okay, like it's cool. Like I, once I'm done with all this high school thing, I'll really be doing what I want to do. Mm. Um, so, and I, that was when I really started get like growing into myself, like becoming like who I am today. Like, really just started growing into myself um even more so um i started meeting a lot of different black folks who were very in tune with their blackness and Mm. their culture so that was really cool to be able to be around people who were like your culture is your culture like embrace that you know and that was really dope because i wasn't really around that for a while um so after my junior year of high school I heard about how to hear about Grammy Camp. Oh, I was searching for music camps on the computer. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, lump, it would be really cool if there was like a camp rock type of thing. That's what I kept saying, but I was like, yeah. not camp rock though. Like, not nice. that, you know? And Grammy Camp comes up. And I told my mom about it. And I was like, oh, like, hey, there's this thing called Grammy Camp. Like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm thinking of applying for it. She was like, what do you have to do? So I like found somebody, uh, my, like a friend of, uh, a friend at the time, she filmed it. And then I had another friend, he played guitar for me and we filmed it at her house. We like did some videos and I was like, it doesn't have to be anything extra, but like, it can be cool, you know, make it like, you know, give it some touch, like give it a nice, like some personality, all that. We made our videos and then I submitted, I remember I applied for like the scholarship and stuff because I was like, well, also I don't know how I'll be able to pay for this, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, Oh, whoa, I didn't talk with my dad. Let's rewind because mm. the reason why I probably wouldn't be able to pay things because I didn't have a two family household yeah. household um, because my dad had passed away in eighth grade, like when I was in eighth grade, literally like two That's weeks before two weeks father. before I like was culminating and I had to do my culmination speech. Damn. Yeah. So very um, intense. He passed away due to like kidney failure mm. um, and he wasn't here at the time. He was in Sierra Leone because um, he was very much in the philanthropy. So he was working on a business trying to get back to the community and he had been there for so long because things kept falling through. Like he would like he like had 
a building together, had this stuff, like had a whole program and like things just kept falling through or people kept sabotaging things, which is yeah. like so frustrating because it's like whenever people want to do good for like others, like things always get in the way, but they're just tests just to see like, are you really down for this? You really, you really going to do this? And he like died doing what he wanted to do and doing what he loved. So it's admirable and it's dope. Yeah. Um, I still yeah. think I like, I really think I recently, I was saying this, I was like, I think I absorbed his spirit because I remember he passed away and I was sad for a couple of days, like two days. And then from then on out, I was just like, okay, got to keep going. Got to keep moving. Got to keep doing this. And everybody was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, he would not want me to be sad. I'm not going to be sad. Like I'm going to continue the legacy, like continue to move forward. Yeah. Um, Whoa. That's so beautiful. yeah, it was a lot. It was, but I mean, a lot of the stuff that I went, like a lot of the stuff that everything that we go through just strengthens us. It just helps us grow and it helps us, blossom you know i don't so i don't see any of these things as negatives like i take my dad's passing as a blessing yeah um because he did what what he had to do on this planet and he left when he was supposed to leave you know and like at the time of course i was upset i'm still up like i can still be upset but like there's no point and you just have to trust the universe and trust or God or whatever, you know, being that you yeah. believe in, or if you don't believe in a being, whatever energy you believe in, you know, you just have to trust that like, it's got your back. Cause it does. Cause once again, we're one and the same, we're all the same thing. So you got your back. If you got your back, the universe got your back. Like, yeah. you know, so did you, yeah. ever, did you ever go to Sierra Leone with your dad? No, I want yeah. to still, um, I always think about that. I feel like once I become much more successful in the industry i would want to go back and i'd want to go back and like give back i would i don't want to go back empty-handed i like Mm. would want to go and embrace my culture and like really get involved in the community but i also want to be able to come back with resources right um because i think that's important so that's always in the back of my head right that's something in the back of my head um yeah so i was looking at music camps i applied yeah. and i remember we it was literally like the second or third night of in the heights in, at, in my junior year um and like it was crazy to do the same show twice but it was a completely different experience like it was it first one the first in the heights was cool because it was me go- coming into myself and then number like the second one was me really embracing me like as a whole i grew yeah. so much within that show both times i Were grew they at so different much schools yeah different schools school? oh wow. yeah so i did the same production twice with you, the, like did you play the same part i played the same part which is oh, cool yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the roles were the same um yeah. a lot of the people that played some of the uh roles at hollywood like the main roles um in hollywood they ended up also playing some of the roles at vapa which was cool um so i looked up uh grammy camp i applied and then i got my mom called me actually she was like hey so don't freak out but and this is like the night of one of the shows she's like don't freak out um but you got into grammy camp Ah! and i was like what and then she was like and you got a full like you got a scholarship she was like you don't have to worry about anything and i was like wait what and she was like but you can't say anything like and i literally like gasped everybody's like what so like everybody in my like in my show knew they're like oh my god it's so amazing like blah 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 blah." um and it was really cool like such a blessing um and that's how i found out about usc that's how i found out about the music school because i really didn't want to go to college after uh high school i didn't want to go because i was like tired of school like i had the grades and everything like i graduated with like a 3.98 like like everybody at my school though was like a brainiac like at Mm. at like the valedictorian i forgot what she had she had like a 4.2 or something she was killing it the salutatorian four point something everybody like so many people have 4.0s 
was so yeah. many like crazy they did not play and that was a cool thing too because it was rigorous but you were still able to do your art and still do your thing which Damn, was really yeah. dope i don't Sounds know like how, a powerful place i don't know how the hell they did that yeah. i'm still really impressed the <laughs> principal right now she actually used to be a principal at juilliard well, mm-hmm. so she's yeah well, well no she's not principal anymore she's um like the arts coordinator now but she was principal when i was there um, so sick yeah so that's how i learned about grammy camp i just like looked it up and ended up finding yeah. it it was a blessing um still i'm in contact with a lot of people from grammy camp like we were talking about earlier jensen's and yeah. was in grammy camp um really good friend of mine jared he goes to ucla mm-hmm. um he was in grammy camp super cool cat he does yeah, i'm yeah, literally just jared. right i'm literally yeah. just about to advertise people homie like he was doing what was he doing he was doing music business but he's super like yeah. that man's about to take over I like okay y'all this is something that we also have to talk about i love gassing up my friends and i love gassing yes. up even not even my friends i love just gassing up people i love seeing people walk down the street living their life and i'm like yes you better like yeah. live your truth like blah 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 and people look at me like what the hell is wrong with her? why is she yelling at me but like i it's so important to uplift each other like yeah, especially in this day and age with all the craziness that's going on like you gotta uplift each other and you don't know like just yeah. complimenting somebody on their like shirt or something literally can brighten their day and can yeah. completely flip a mood around yeah dude. so like i'm I'm all about gassing like the homies but yes and yeah. that's like maybe o- some of the only agency we do have you know because yes. like when people are feeling powerless it's like yo individuals like we can yes. we can do we, we can, can do affect that. a lot of change in each other's lives yeah you know? grammy camp was cool met a lot of dope people there's a lot of people who are in um thornton now who were grammy campers yeah. jack just got into it yeah had you been writing much before that so yeah so that's the other thing so i've always was a writer like i was writing like scripts in middle school i wanted to be i thought i wanted to do film i want i always wanted to do music but then i always got distracted with everything else because i could do everything else too but then i like but music was always the thing but i was always like wait i could also do this oh my god i could also do that and also i had normalized the whole thing of you can't do music Right. Like that's you can't do that. Yeah. You go to school for music. What? Like people have more respect for me because I like if when I said I wanted to be a writer and when I want to do film versus music, which really bugged me. And like I got that ingrained in my psyche thinking like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to be successful or like make much out of anything. Um by doing music yeah um but grammy camp showed me like no nah, that's not the case i'm really happy that it, like it was a program that was at usc in thornton because i would have never known like that popular music was a program too because that was the other thing was yeah. my thing was i was like i don't want to go to school and study music because i know it's going to be classical or jazz and i know i won't get in for either of those because i'm not classically trained same or it's like all that here. stuff that was my so i was thinking. i remember you said that you yeah. were like yeah super, yeah i remember that dang that's crazy memories um yes. So when I found out about pop, I was like, well, this is crazy. Like, this is really dope. This is something I've been looking for. Um, I didn't really want to stay in California, but I didn't mind. I want to move to New York after I graduate. That's like the goal. Or just move out of California. Dude. Um, I'm in the same boat, bro. Everybody wants to move to New York. It's, that shit is expensive, though. If the, know, if, will the prices go down here if we go over there? I just want to. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I feel like it's easier to be poor here because like you can be in more because places and not spend money. New York is <laughs> so expensive. Like I feel like if you're not and you're like home in new york you have to be spending money to be somewhere so it's like i'm gonna go so beautiful the park and play frisbee with my friends for zero (laughs) dollars like dead ass (laughs) it's like there's a lot of stuff to do in new york but everything's expensive the train's really expensive like i mean there's mom and pop shops you can get food at and stuff but like it shit gets expensive um there's this one lcd sound system song Mm -hmm. where james murphy's like new york's the greatest if you can get someone to pay the rent you know 
to be honest. Rent is ridiculous. <laughs> Truth. Um, so how did this loft session thing start? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, wait. I didn't answer your question on writing. Yeah, right. Sorry, let me do that real quick. So I, I we hear just all keep the going in the tangents. I'm sorry, y'all. No, don't if you're apologize. still listening, you're a, you're a real one. <laughs> this um, this is for me at this I, point. <laughs> no, no, at all points. Like, oh, that's the gosh. cool thing about this. Yeah. Is like, I just do it because I want to talk to you. <laughs> and then, like, you never know. Who, exactly, like, you never know. Does too. You, you never know. know what you'll get. You never know. But yeah. I appreciate you sharing all these things. Of course. So don't feel bad about No, no. I'm just like. Sharing more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let me just sum up the writing thing. Yes. So I always was a writer. I was doing poetry. I remember like when I was little, I wrote like my dad a song for his birthday once. It was like really adorable and like corny and didn't have that many lines, but it's cool. I was a child. Be kind. <laughs> um, so I did a lot of that. I did a lot of poetry. Wrote a lot of stories. Um, I had this English teacher at VAPA. He super dope guy. So he's Mr. AB. His daughter uh, actually was a good friend of mine too. He really got me into like writing creatively because I I noticed that. <laughs> I write to get through pain, which is like what a lot of people do. But like when my dad passed away, I started writing a lot when like my first relationship, like that whole thing ended because that was very, um, I don't want to say traumatizing, but it was a lot for me at that age. Um, totally. Bear in mind, I skipped a grade too. So I'm younger. So I'm 19. Right. Um, I, like I said in the beginning. Um, so yeah. I'm a year younger, but people always think I'm older, which is like, is a compliment within itself. Um, but I was writing all this stuff. Like, I mean, cause like my first girlfriend, she was savage. Like she broke, like she broke, I thought she broke my heart, you know, <laughs> she broke my heart. Life is so hard. But yeah. like, yeah, it was a lot of stuff where it was like other people are getting involved. It was a lot. Mm. Um, it's so heavy. Was, at that yeah. age and like it's crazy. You're so, close to somebody, and then yeah, you, it's you a have lot. To not and be close to them. Yeah, and it was hard, especially because yeah. like I don't really. I'm back then. I wasn't the type to be vulnerable with people. I had yeah. a really hard time with vulnerability. I still kind of do, but yeah. that's where music comes in. Yeah. Um. So when you let your guard down with somebody, and then you get hurt. Exactly. Like, and why you, did I ever let my bro, guard down? Exactly. Exactly. But you know, you got to take those chances. Yeah. Um, but I was always writing and like he, Mr. AB was cool because he really helped. Like he w let us write creative stuff all the time. Always have creative writings. And it, like, there were no prompts. It was just kind of like, okay, write something relating to this. Or like, here's a bunch of themes, pick one and go for it. And that really helped me a lot in terms of like understanding my mental and understanding um, my thought process and understanding myself. Uh, so I started like really doing more writing then. But like I always had journals that I never finished. I'm a journal person now. Like I like, yeah, my um, my ex, she my my most recent ex, she was really dope. Um, she is all about journaling and she's all about like writing out your thoughts and planning things. She's really dope. Uh, she's an artist as well. Um, I'm really thankful that she taught me. She didn't teach me, but she reminded me, like, yo, like, you have the power to, like, you have the power of the pen. Like, you know, you can write out anything that's driving you crazy. Like, it, when you're able to get it down, for me at least, when I'm able to put it down, like, have it be tangible, it's better for me to understand. I'm able to understand oh, yeah. it and, like, assess it quicker. Because when it's in your head, it's just floating. It's free-falling. Like, it's yeah, everywhere. Totally. Um, so, yeah, so I like, I write a lot in my notebooks. I think I finished, like, three or four over the summer. Nice. Um, I finished, 
since December. I think I finished like five or six. I think I'm on my sixth one right now. Um, and just writing. And I'll write like, I'll write affirmations. I'll write like horoscopes. I'll write like journal entries, lyrics, um, yes, different, just different information I get out of books. Like, you know, just different stuff. Like I've, I've always been about, do- I've always loved documenting. I remember I, I was really into photography when I was in high school. So I like was really mm. into documenting the moment. I stopped kind of doing that when I got to college. Um, but I started like writing more and doing that more. Um, yeah. And like Snap, well, Snapchat at the time was cool and Instagram is dope because you're able to post stories and like document your life, but it disappears. So it's cool that you're able to be like, okay, cool, this happened, peace, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was writing, I was always kind of writing, but I didn't really know how to write songs, but it's funny because like, I did, that's another thing, sorry. I also did, like, like I learned, like, I played piano when I was in elementary school. I did, like, piano lessons for, like, four or five years. I was playing, like, violin in elementary school. I played clarinet at some point. I played something else, too. Uh, I learned how to play guitar left-handed, but I'm not really that good at it. So It's so hard. It's so hard. I have a lefty guitar. Sometimes when I get in the mood, I'm like, oh, let me, like, let me practice. Um, But I usually, like, stick to keys. But after Grammy camp, I got really inspired to just keep writing more after we did Murky, which is the song you were talking about. Um, Wow. That song's crazy. Woo! Memories. Wow. I totally forgot about that song. Mm. Wow. So you made Chris cry. I remember when you played it for him for the oh, first time. Oh yeah, and, uh, it was real. It was a real moment. Yeah, that shit, <laughs> man. It's crazy what music can do. It's crazy what art can do, dude. Like it has so much power. Um, but after Grammy camp, started writing a lot. I like started releasing different stuff, and then I was like, okay, cool. I released this, and now like, what am I gonna do? Went back to high school, and I was like, yo, I'm a like bust my ass i'm gonna get these i got my i remember i got all my applications for college done like before thanksgiving yeah i was like yeah i'm getting into all these schools because i had the degree like i have the uh, gpa my college counselor was like nyala you have the gpa you have this you have the extracurricular she was like you can get in anywhere you want she was like so like do it and college was always something that like yeah i college was on the list but i was always like oh like my mom's have to pay for it i don't want to like burden her i don't want to you know like cause any more stress yeah and my college counselor was like nah like that's not gonna be an issue like you got it um yes and i essentially i think i applied to like 19 schools i didn't want to um but she was like you get like four free vouchers for ucs and then four for C- the cal states and then like a bunch of freebies in yeah. general so she made me apply to all these schools and i think i got into i got into all of them except for columbia nyu and some other school which i didn't even know i applied to actually right. but i got into every other school Fuck yeah. um yeah so it was like crazy to be like whoa like and i just kept getting acceptance letters i remember i was like waiting for the sc one i was like what ended up not getting into the music school the first time which was such a blessing um because i really got to fine tune and like really think like is this really something i want to do like this is what i want to do and yeah. i really had to like prove myself in a sense like when you transfer into the program especially when you're an internal transfer you kind of have to prove yourself so you mm. have to like take on the GEs and the music classes and show like yes I'm willing to knock out this stuff like these rec- these core requirements and I'm also willing to like go and push and push and push so I can get lessons or so I can like get into a drumming class right so I can yeah. do this you know like you have to totally. show that determination um, yeah, make your own place at the table yeah yeah. see the table Solange yo have you seen her new hair no she just dyed her hair blonde and she's got like hair. It's really dope. Like, sorry, I got to show you. This <laughs> yeah, shit is really cool, it. dude. Like she looks amazing. She looks great. But yeah, it's okay. here. 
this is okay so she just this is her like she just died it wow and then this is literally the fader posted this i have a problem with their caption but it's cool um they just be a little problematic oh yeah. did they delete it did they do no they did it did they change the caption no they didn't but that's her hair now so we're looking at salon we're just looking What's at the salon. it says nothing but respect for my khaleesi which is like that queen from game of thrones and it kind of bugged me because it's like that's right. not what she's doing like it's like she has like if you all can't see the photo but like it's like this african braiding mm-hmm. um it's a specific type of style that goes for like that's with a specific community i don't know off the top right. of my head yeah so it's kind of problematic because it's like okay like that's not what she's doing like why can't she just be a queen like you're yeah. saying that she's a queen so just say she's a queen like you ain't got to be specific type of thing right. like or not even that like be specific like be specific but like make it accurate like right. the hell totally. anyways it's all good um yeah you know you just pick and choose what things you want to raise your voice on yeah. <laughs> um, <Totally. laughs> but yeah you just yeah because you can't get mad about everything but grammy camp sparked my writing my songwriting so sick. Um, did it really? I, I wasn't really writing my senior year. I wasn't because I was so focused on school. Because I, I was in this place of I just want to get out. I want to get out of high school. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then I went to college and it was part two. Um, but when I was a freshman, um, I. I was working on music. I was in the non-major class, and I was like, yeah, I was like really like pushing. I heard you guys were like legit. Like, yeah, it was I, fun. I didn't get a chance to come it was in. Lit. It was cool. But I remember people going out there were like, whoa, like I didn't know that they were non-majors. Like it seemed like they were like majors. crushing it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people and not being like, oh, you guys are no, 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 which no, was majors. No, no, I, just, I feel you. No, I feel you. That was you. a dumb way to say that. Yeah, and that was another thing. Like, but I people don't... were like, you, I definitely like yeah. exceeded expectations. I dealt with From that a lot too. Like people being like, people knew I wanted to get in the pop, but people wouldn't speak to me. Like, cause there's a whole that's hierarchy a, yeah, that we can talk about, you know, but like, we're not going to do it right dude. now. But like, it's, so it's weird. yeah, like people would not acknowledge me or like, yeah. they'd be like, Oh, are you in pop? Are you like in internal this? Or classism? You that? Yeah, yeah. And then they would just be like, Oh, <laughs> okay. Which is hilarious. Which is so hilarious. Cause I'm like, and then now y'all say hello to me every day. And I'm just like, I remember, yeah. I'm a remember like, it's yeah. all good. I'm not going to at you. Totally. I'm really just flaming people. Yeah. <laughs> people are probably like, why did Mac and let her on? And I'm just like, because I can. And it's funny because when I walk around like school, I'm very quiet. But it's not even, I'm not quiet necessarily. I'm just being in my own world. Like, yeah. if you come up to me and talk to me, like, I'll talk to you. But I'm very much yeah. like in my own type of zone because like, I don't really like school, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get the job done. I get it done. I know that I have to learn this information so I don't take it for granted. But I don't like deadlines and I don't like all of this like set things i'm very organized yeah. but i don't like being forced to do things especially the fact that i gotta pay for this like that's so yeah. weird to me like why totally. i gotta i mean no it makes sense but sometimes you're like dang you know but yeah i feel yeah. like it's extra whack that there's like an exclusivity about pop because Dead like ass. literally like we like the pop program is like such an outcast in like it's, that's why it's happening though. like the uh yeah it's, pro- yeah. it's projection thing that we're it's talking projection. about because like it's formal music is, and like western art music is so like exclusive and it's like yeah the, 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 like the performers like worship and there's a big separation between that and the audience and like perform yeah. like folk pop music and like folk music and like is people's music and it's all about inclusivity right. and it's all right. about we're the same and so the fact that people like now that there's like a degree about it yeah that it's like ooh, we're pop majors it's like dude (laughs) it's like bro you do realize like you're just playing into the same hierarchy that you were just complaining about yeah exactly and then 
people because there is still like a lot of like snobbery and like where people won't take right. pop seriously or something right. like from outside or from the classical realm or something yeah. like that. But there is like so much like collaboration that's awesome. But it is ironic that turning around and being like, pop majors. It's so weird. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's so weird. I mean, not my shit. That's what I keep saying. I'm yeah. have, people are probably like, why is she cursing so much? <laughs> You're, dude, I, just I guarantee really... <laughs> you listen to any other episode, it's me just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I just like trying to use more words, dude. But sometimes you gotta say. Sometimes it. <laughs> I mean, just keep it real. Yeah. Um, so how this law session? Yeah. So law sessions. Wow. Okay. So I started law sessions a year ago. It's literally been a year. I'm like kind of bummed because I'm Congrats. putting law sessions off until 2018. Surprise, y'all. Y'all are probably like, what's happening? Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm putting it off for the rest of the year because I. I'm putting it off for the rest of the year because, like, my Can you focus describe shifts. It just for the listeners who don't know, my what it focus is? shifts. Yeah. No, no, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I have the next totally. one planned on my like. It's been planned since June. Like, the totally. next one has been planned. Yeah. The thing is, is it's just like my my um my focus has been shifting, and I need to finish. My biggest thing is I need to finish my EP. So, like, that's my biggest like goal right now. Oh heck yeah! Yes, I've you been have- working on that. Yeah. Like tracks and producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like with? I've been working um with a really good friend of mine. He's like my brother. Yeah. His name's um Alec. He does most of my production stuff. Um, but I've been working with him since last summer, so summer of twenty sixteen. Uh yes. everything changed summer of twenty sixteen, yo. It was a game like, changer. It was a game changer. I remember when I was leaving on tour it was like all of that yeah. political stuff was happening, but also <laughs> that's when Pokemon Go came out <laughs> and like on- took over the universe and it was all the same time. Yeah. It was crazy. Such a coincidence, right? Yeah, dude. Mm. It was just crazy. And it was super <laughs> weird because I wasn't at my house and like I was like playing music and everywhere I would go, I would see people playing Pokemon and me and my friend were getting super people into were it. Dying. And then I was reading the news and people were fucking dying. Like, like dead ass, y'all couldn't look up from your phones for like yeah. ten seconds. You fell off a cliff. That's so extra. Dude. That's not even extra. That's just like um, that's some movie type mess. What? Yeah, dude. So it was weird. definitely a very specific and crazy time. Right. Very specific. Mm. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, very specific. So very... Loft Sessions are the, their concerts you put on? Okay, or... yeah. So Loft Sessions, I started last year and essentially it's a quarterly event series um, curated by, it was curated by USC and UCLA uh, students, black students. Okay. Um, and it was essentially a space that provided uh, it was a space that provided like opportunity for artists of color, primarily black artists. Um, well, no, black artists, um, providing them a space to showcase their work. So their visuals, like whether it be like photography, film, um, painting, live painting, um, uh, sculpture, sketching or performance, which was in the form of music. So we had like bands, singers, rappers, um, DJs, yes. et cetera, et cetera, uh, different collectives. And I created this um, to provide punk rock as fuck <laughs> bless <laughs> um i started it because i realized that there was a lack of representation of people of color but especially black people within the art community of la and within the art community at usc yeah. um i went to a lot of shows my freshman year and i got frustrated because i would see the same people and i wouldn't see like any representation and it was really irritating because i found myself being like wow like do i have to fit into this mold for me to succeed for me to like to be able to mm. perform for me to be able to do this and i was like no like i don't because 
this i mean like there's so many yeah. different types of music like there's so much there's so many different types of things well, and that's it's such like, a beautiful response yeah so i was like well i'm gonna like, create, I'm gonna create it. my own f- yeah, yeah i was yeah. like i'm gonna just create it like DIY, I, I went no and i went to new york that summer the summer of 2016 and i remember just being like wow this art community is so beautiful like it was so multicultural it was so diverse and i was like yes. where is that in la and it's here it took me a minute to find but i yeah. found it you know but like you gotta show me right it's, it's dope take me. the art community is super lit like our community in la is really dope i'm still trying to find it myself it's i'm it's a lot there's hella yeah. of them everybody be underground <laughs> yes exactly yeah um but it was really cool because i yeah like i was just like i essentially this is really how it started like i remember i was talking to some friends and i was like yo i want to put together a house party but i want to be live music and i want the live music music to be like me and my friends because like we've all been working on music we've all been working on projects and stuff like we should be able to showcase our work and why not get like turned to our own stuff and like to our yes. friends stuff it goes back to the whole thing support your local insert whatever like yeah. y'all are real quick to go spend five hundred dollars on some Beyonce tickets but yet you won't go to a free show that your friend is doing yeah and or then, like thirteen bucks on like guacamole <laughs> like, dead ass <laughs> and it's like bro like you what want to spend, like, two dollars right so like, it's like, like priority music that you can have pri- forever. <laughs> right priorities and it's like that's you're feeding somebody like you're i mean not to say that beyonce don't need to eat she need to eat too but also like four hundred dollars could be used on a lot of other things and for a lot of other people yeah. and like support the people that are coming up Dude, like the way people spend money is crazy it's so like, crazy people spend like a grand to Bruh. go to a festival and buy a hotel and do all this stuff and party their asses Festivals. off and then it's like hey do you want to buy like one ep and it's like uh, I don't, I don't really, know about that. I don't, I don't hey. want to pay for music. Like, I don't know if I want to like, do that. What the fuck? Right? People are like, that's really expensive. Yeah. I, I had to catch myself. I did that to somebody on Look, accident. Quinn, I love you. My hey. roommates walked in. Hey, I'm not Quinn. ignoring you. Yes. Anyways. Yes. Special guest. Special guest. <laughs> yes, dude. Um, but yeah, so I, I like originally it was supposed to be really small, and I mm-hmm. put it in my loft because I lived in a loft last year. Um, so sick. And I was like, cool. Like, let's just have like a little house party. It'll be really type, like really casual, very simple. First one, hella people came out, like yes. hella people. There are people like it was the end of the summer, it was the beginning of our sophomore year, my sophomore year, uh, and so many different people came out, people I'd never met before, people who were friends of friends, like so it was a whole lineup of like me, like Alec performed, um, and a, a mixture of folks from like the art community within LA as well as like UCLA folks and some USC folks. I wanted to make it as diverse as I could. Um, and a lot of people came out and I was like, yo, like this is cool. And people like in like at the event, like, so when's the next one? When are you doing this again? And yes. people really liked it. And I was like, oh, okay. Did the second one. People liked that one too. Uh, people were still pressing me like, so when are you going to do another one? When are you going to do this? When are you yeah. going to do this? And it was just crazy to be like, whoa, like people really care about this. When can I perform? How can I perform? How can I get involved? Like, how can yes. I do this? And like, it, like we started getting a following and I was like, okay, like this is serious. So third one was for my birthday that like was jam-packed we made like so we made major money like it was so crowded like people could barely push through there was like no room it was beautiful Amazing. like to be able to like see all these people come together all these different walks of life and to see like people it was really yeah. cool like see people be like what oh my god i haven't seen you since middle school like yeah. whoa how you know this person how did you find out about this like the com- like having that sense of community like Huge. and there's no problem with like getting lit and turning up my thing was is i just wanted a to have an alternative because i was also tired of doing that whole thing like 
there's no problem with it. I'm not saying like party culture is cool, like live your life, but that's just not me. Options. That's not me. I'm very yeah. much, yeah, and it's options, you know, like sometimes you want to go and like enjoy some live music. Sometimes, you know, you want to kick it and just like look over some art, do that and this, that, and the yeah. other. So that's why I started Loft Sessions. We've had four so far, so which so. is, yeah, crazy that we've had four. We, our fifth one was going to be this month, but I'm holding off for a little bit. It'll probably come back around my birthday because my birthday's in January. So I'll probably just bring it on back and be like, hey, y'all, what's yeah, good? Yeah, what a great um, way to celebrate your birthday. But yeah, so it's cool. Like we started, um, I started expanding it. So um started expanding it so then the artists would come from the community as well. So I was getting artists that like, that had like a following within like LA as well, yes. which was cool because I wanted to show people like, this is a resource. Like every person in this room is a resource. Like y'all can either become friends or you can go and like work on a project together. You don't know what you can get out of this. Like I, I always, um, whenever I do live sessions, I'm always like, turn to somebody you don't know and like introduce yourself and have a conversation or yes. compliment that person that like you think like their hair is super dope. Like literally yeah. like do that stuff, like build those, like bridge those gaps. You yeah, know, dude. it's important for us to bridge these gaps um fuck you're inspiring me to get off my ass and <laughs> fucking, like, yeah unite. so <laughs> and it's cool like bear in mind like loft sessions isn't like a only black thing it's not that it's just all of the art is by black artists yeah. on purpose because like we don't get any resources like that it's totally. always open to everybody um Heck which yeah. is cool no and um, i can speak i mean like when i went to yeah. that black lives matter really like i felt i didn't feel like it was like what is what is he doing mm -hmm. here you know what i'm saying it was like obviously not about me right. but it was like I felt I like allowed to be there and yeah, like embraced, which was yeah. great, you know? Yeah. And so you creating that as mm -hmm. a response to like, oh, there's not enough representation. Like we need to, like there was this uh, drummer that came into forum who had like started a, um, like an all female drummer magazine, oh, you know? And that's someone dope. was saying like, yo, if your goal is like an egalitarian society where everyone's equal, like why do you have an only female magazine? Because like, to show exactly. the lack she's like, she's like, because we're a fucking really long way from there. <laughs> it's like, And there yes. are like a thousand white male drummer magazines. Right, you know? and it's like, right, exactly, exactly. It's like, you know, so it's like, that's People basically, to, I'm listening. Thank yeah. you, I appreciate good, that. Man. I, I don't know what that number is. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's super inspiring. Yes. And the fact that you can uh, make your own, like, scene, I think, is just, like, the most yeah. badass. It's not even make my own scene. It's, like, just shedding light on something that's already there. Like, that's really Powerful, what it is. It's, yeah. like, shedding a light on that. And, like, once again, providing, like, I have a resource that other people, like, want and are interested in. So instead of me hoarding it to myself, I'm going to give it back. Like, Always, so I, that's I'm always like operating under this like give back mentality. Like always give back. Like I, like I get op like I'll get opportunities sometimes that I can't make or like people will be like, hey, oh my god, I want to do this really dope thing. Like people like I'm known as that person that people come to and they'll be like, hey, I need X, Y, and Z. Do you know anybody who can do this? And I can give right. you at least three people. Yeah, because like I'm all about spreading the wealth. Yes, is everybody like that? No. Am I mad at them? No. Eventually yeah. you'll come around and like we'll all be a community yeah. together. But and then we I know can lift each other up and then it's not exactly. like a uh, limited amount of opportunities exactly. or something. Like that. Exactly. So you're a goddamn inspiration. Blah! Blah!
where can people find your fucking sweet righteous oh, music my goodness yes so right now i'm working on a project yeah. um it will hopefully i'm pretty sure it'll be done by the end of this year it'll definitely be done by the end of this year it'll I'll be out know by next year blessing maybe come back we hang yeah, out again but um, or we you don't can... have to hang out with microphones we can also just <laughs> hang out <laughs> but you can i'm so tired uh, but you can find me on instagram if you look up my name uh it's yes. nyala it's n-y-a-l-l-a-h my name on instagram is n period y-a-l-l-a-h because somebody took my name so yes. i'm like dang so you can find me there um my soundcloud's under the same thing nyala minus the period you can find me on facebook youtube i don't really go on youtube but you can go on there too um but you can find myself on soundcloud i have some music up there but the whole project will be coming to y'all very soon i'm really excited um I, it's all about development and growth um mm. and it's talking about a lot of the stuff that i was going through within the last year specifically second semester yeah. um because that was when like that was when a lot of things switched um yeah. talks about I'm stoked to hear it. It's ta- yeah, it talks about like I'm talking about like mental health. I'm talking about mm-hmm. blackness, relationships, love, friends, um, insecurities. Like I'm being very vulnerable. I told myself that for this project, I wanted to show, like I wanted to give people a piece of me, yeah, and like an authentic version, like an authentic piece of me, um, because I think that oftentimes we get caught up in the glitz and the glamour but like it's that authenticity that's really attractive to us that's something that we're really attracted to yeah dude um so that's what my project is about i'm also going to do a visual for it so i'm really excited to do that um but i gotta finish writing everything i was writing a lot over the summer i thought it was done but it was missing something um Mm. and it really what it was is i had to just go through some more stuff um i had to just i had to learn some more lessons it was wasn't complete yet it didn't feel Whoa. like yeah i've learned the lesson crazy how the universe works like that Bro, sometimes dead ass all the time the universe yeah. is always working in our yes. favor always so yeah i'm really excited for it um when i perform i've been performing only new music yeah. um so i will perform like certain stuff that's like gonna be on my project i never say what will be on my project i just play a yeah. bunch of stuff and i'm like that's well badass. you'll probably remember and maybe you won't you know yeah um but yeah i'm really excited to see how this all comes together it sounds like everything that i like want on it so far sounds really good um yeah. and i'm really excited to also incorporate people i want it to be very collaborative as well um so once i get all the writing done and the production and everything i want to have people come in and play different stuff so like there's like a lot of live instruments like my sound i guess i don't like doing the whole oh, this is my sound but Right. I like to, uh, I have a very low voice, uh, and I like, I'm very soulful. I grew up listening to a lot of soulful music. Um, I grew up listening to a lot of like 90s R&B. So like Lauryn Hill, D'Angelo, like Neo Soul, all that. But yeah. I also grew up, like I said, listening to like Brian McKnight, listening yeah. to oldies, John Legend, I love jazz. So much. Like, yes. I heard that, uh, the score, the Fuji's album, like Bro. when I was in high school and just that verse that she has, like, uh, she's Lauren on, is um, fucking zealots. But <sighs> she's just like, even after all my knowledge and my theory, I add a motherfucker. So all you ignorant people hear me? It's just Dead like, ass. Whoa, She's, Lauren Hill. Lauren. You're insane. That's my mom. So I saw sick. her live. Uh, Did she do any rapping or was it mostly yes, singing? She does it all. Dude, She's so dope, sick. dude. 
Man, it's funny because people always try to bag on her. She's one of my idols. Like, I love her so yeah. much because she's so real. Her, Erica, Layla Hathaway is one of my faves as well, too. Her Ooh. voice is insane. Lettucey was in my class last year just kicking it with Patrice because in case y'all didn't know, Patrice Russian, like the Patrice Russian is literally our chair of our program. It's like, insane. we are so blessed. Okay, and also, you know how, like, I Want to Be Your Lover is about her? Like, do you remember that fun fact? Yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, bro. So, like... <laughs> That's fucking this crazy. This woman has Prince wrote a song for her, a couple. With yeah, a, <sighs> she's fucking if, insane, y'all. We are literally on the right path. We are literally surrounded by greatness. We're so great that we we attracted greatness. Every like, time I have a conversation with her, I'm like, Don't she's fuck so, it up, Mac. You're talking to a queen here. She's, she's amazing. a legend. She's like she's taking time to just she's say to hi to bless you. us, and she's so she's so generous with her mind. She's so real. You know? It's I found out um, a couple days ago. She has the exact same birthday as my dad. Down to the year. Whoa. Yeah. Message. That's I know. Cool. It's crazy. Um, Dude, thank you for doing this podcast. Yes. So much. Yes. It's fucking of amazing. Course. Yeah. Thank you for having me. We've well, been super generous, like with yes. your time and no, with your mind and your dope. spirit and like Appreciate all this shit. It. So, like, fuck yeah. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for so having much. me. Yeah. Have it is. Lit, 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 lit. Make sure to tune in to Happy Side Talks in the near future. <laughs>